Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day We're live. Hello, everyone. I just realized that I never re-angled the cameras. People's faces <laughs> are going to be jumping around. Ah, uh, well, while John controls the vertical and the horizontal. I'm Drew. <laughs> uh, oh my, oh my, I gotta see, I gotta see. You're me. I'm Hello, uh, Hello everyone. I don't have your hair, though. No one does. Um, I am... William, and I am your storyteller. At some point, I will be in the storyteller position. You already know, uh, were. You, you okay, good. I, I didn't have to move you, me, or Holly. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm your storyteller. Uh, welcome back to Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency, this New World of Darkness Chronicle. And joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy. I am playing... Um, uh, Nina, Nina, that is her name, and and, and and she's a she's a rock star and a Satanist and a union member who beats up supernatural bad people. Excellent. Hi. <laughs> Hello, uh, and Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, Malleus Maleficarum, servant to the church, and uh, one of the Irish murder hobos. Hmm. And John. I'm John, I'm playing Sean Mulcahy and also ADHD, the real game. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul Phillips, Aegis Kaidoru, acquisitions expert. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, Knights of St. Adrian. And Aaron. Hello, I am Aaron, and I am playing Drew, the, the Lucifuge uh, scholar who's... Yeah. <laughs> I was curious if you had to follow up for that. Um, and when last we left off, uh, the group had an interesting time uh, trying to figure out what their next plans were going to be 
Um, there were a number of different approaches, a number of different attempts to gather information and see what could be found out about uh, both the colonel and any information that could be gathered from a uh, a, a witch up north, um, Madame Zarkova. Um, but near the end of last session, uh, the group was interrupted by a knock on the door, which Nina went to go and answer to discover uh, shakes at the door, uh, stating that she needed a favor from the group. Um, but before we return to that, we go ahead and leap forward to a dark, uh, uh, a undisclosed location in a dark room uh, sometime in the future as a gentleman continues to give uh, a briefing, a debrief. Uh, so, I know I've been saying every couple of every couple of uh, chapters that this is where some real shit starts to get down, but this is where things start to get a little bit confusing and a little bit. Well, I would call it a little bit dreamscape-esque, only that it'd be a little bit too on the nose. Uh, as we start to deal with... I'm not exactly certain how to describe it other than how it's been laid out in the report, but this might be one of the strongest glimpses that we have had as groups of hunters in a long time into what it's like for those of the human race who have been subjected to... Uh, the strange things that lead to becoming a changeling. And uh, it's it's quite a trip beyond the Vale of Thorns, uh, but you'll understand what I mean as we get deeper into that. And so we rejoin the group as uh, Shakes has just been let into the apartment and has declared that she needs a favor. No, Shakes was outside the apartment because Nina... Oh, no, right, <clears throat> yes, because Nina went out to talk Nina to Nina went out because I wouldn't put down my gun. Yeah. Yes, when Nina, is, Nina stepped out of the apartment to meet with Shakes, who, is the, who, is, who has stated that she needs a favor. Yep. So, she sort of looks at you. Yeah, um... This is, uh... I don't know how to describe, but it... I have a problem, and I need some help, and I need help from people who aren't involved, which is you guys, as best as I can tell. All right. I need to know what. Um. Okay. Uh, you remember the shootout? that we had with some freebooters. I described to you how freebooters work among change Right, right, yeah. Um, they're getting a little bit subtler, and they're moving in closer circles, uh, and they've got an amount of backup, and there's been... A number of people who have been dragged 
uh, away from the places where they hide uh, and forced elsewhere. And I need people who I can trust, who I know aren't either being threatened by or directly working with or are one of these freebooters to... There's monsters that are not normal monsters that changelings deal with, and you guys are the ones that best know how to handle these things. Okay. All I know is someone's hideout has been torn through and wiped out, and there are signs that the people that live there were taken elsewhere, and I need someone who can tell me what the fuck took them, and I need someone who can help me try and find them. Okay. So... There. Um... How much of this can the rest of us hear? None. How soundproof is that door? Yeah. How how soundproof is that door? How soundproof are most front doors of... I would like to make a perception check. (laughs) How soundproof are most doors of people who live alone while they hunt monsters? That's what I was... Yeah, I mean, that's this, this, this is a question. You also have a studio apartment, like like a literal music studio. Yeah. So you know how soundproofing works. Like, I imagine it's not... It, the door is not soundproof, because that taking a front door to that level is equally bad as being, like, tissue paper. Um, yeah. But it's um, probably a pretty hefty door. So, yeah, if you want, if you desire to actively be listening, go ahead and roll me wits and composure. Two successes. I'm not in roll 20. Oh, yeah, that is a, that is a place where we should be. <laughs> I, I picture us mobbing up Three Stooges style around the door at this point. I mean, Eamon was already there because he was waiting right on the other side with a big fucking <laughs> knife. I'm not. I'm sitting back where I was, continuing to hold my rifle and making sure that it's loaded. <laughs> uh, well, Eamon, at the, at, at, the, at the very least, Eamon, um, as you are next to the door, um, Shakes is not in a calm mood right now, so she's not being quiet about this. And so you can sort of, you can hear Shakes' end of the conversation at the very least through the door. Can I Paul, get a perception roll to potentially see that people are listening in? Sure, go ahead. Okay. How do you see people listening in through the door well, you yeah, closed you behind you? You know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got three. Two. Uh, I will say that you notice that there's a distinct lack of commotion coming from inside the apartment. She paused like, hold on just a second, Shakes. Pulls out her phone, opens up, uh, like, like, like the, the, the home security app hits the button to cause the, to, 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 to cause like the internal, the, like, the music to go on really loud. Like, you know, your thing that controls like everything yeah. in your house. Yeah, yeah. Music, uh, goes up really, really loud. 
There is suddenly as soon a as that nice happens, feeling through the door. joining the music because <laughs> I feel like bad reputation just starts playing at max volume. <laughs> There's a very distressed hell puppy. I mean, it's pr- to be honest, it's probably something more like because uh, this is her home usage. She listens to when she's chilling. It's probably something like uh, Blackpink or something like that. <laughs> you said, and you said, as soon as that, as soon as that happens, Aemon is through the door. Yep. Yep. The knife is not in his hands. So, get in the house. Fuck you. I want to have my private conversation here, and then I will talk. Then walk the fuck downstairs like a normal-ass person and stop blasting it so I, poor little Crowley in there is wailing his heart out. I Don't have taken aim. Don't use my dog as leverage in your argument. <laughs> I have taken aim at the speaker systems, <laughs> and I call out. I might not be heard over the volume, but I call out in a fairly normal voice. If you don't shut this thing the fuck off, I'm going to blow your speakers out. And I wait and, to see if that's And Eamon goes back inside and shuts the door behind him. Can Paul just unplug the amp? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could walk right up to it and turn it off. That's how those things work. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah I, I think that's a power button. There aren't buttons on the front. Yeah. I, I think that's what happens then. <laughs> Paul just sort of staring blank-faced at, at Sean the entire time, just walks over without a, make, breaking on contact and just goes, boop. <laughs> you see, Paul, the problem with that is that doesn't teach Nina a lesson. Guns are not remote controls for your life. I thought you'd know this being an assassin. No, they aren't. However, when someone's behaving like a petulant child, it does serve to remind them that they're dealing with adults and to behave like one when you blow out uh, the thing yeah. that they're using. Right, so the way you're going to teach it, that the, the behavior that you're <laughs> modeling to here. have a private conversation in a home you own and being upset about people piling up to listen at a door is not particularly childish. Uh, I don't like Nina. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about asking to have a, having a private conversation. I'm talking about the response being to crank up the volume on people who weren't bothering you. I say, indicating myself and you and Astrid and the dog, rather than the two pointing at Eamon and Paul, who were trying to listen in and just walking away like a normal person would. Sure, because the way we model behavior to teach adult behavior is to shoot things we don't like. Oh no, shooting things someone else likes. You take it away. I'm assuming... assuming Regardless, the situation is handled. And Nina will fill us in when she feels... Please, for the love of your God, never have children. (laughs) I never intended to. That does my heart good to hear. I isn't to say I might not already. That have to do with it. I, I'm I'm assuming Nina and Shake's head to like the recording booth. Yep. <laughs> so the the two of you. Had... Sorry, I 
was under the mistaken impression that 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 my I don't even know what to, people I work with would respect privacy. Silly me. I work with people who have a lot less respect for a lot of things. Trust me, it's not surprising. Fair enough. But you you head down into yep. the re- into the recording studio and shut the door. This area is soundproof because it's for recording. All right, so let me see if I understand this correctly. Somebody has been killing some, uh, a big. Tell you what, start over again. I got distracted. Yeah. Um. So. <sighs> I was doing my routine checkups on some of the people that right, I've set right. up with safe houses in the area because I, I've set them up. I need to check on them occasionally to make sure they're all right. Um, changelings have access to sort of an in-between place. We call it the hedge. Um, and we can set up safe houses in this in-between place so that it's not in the real world as we know it, and it's not in the bad place where the people that took us from live. Okay. And it's sort of in this in-between place that is not safe, but away from the things that are typical threats to us. Right. Something got into that place, and it wasn't any changelings. Okay. And has... Two different safe houses have been ransacked, and while there are signs of fighting and injury, there are no bodies. So they're not dead. They've been taken. And I need to figure out what it was that was able to get into a grotto and was able to steal changelings. Because it definitely wasn't anything native to the hedge. Okay. So I think, yes, that is definitely something that, that, that I can, I feel like we can probably look into because that, uh, I mean, it, 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 it might cross with some things that we're working on at the moment. And even if it doesn't, that doesn't sound like somebody that we want wandering around. Um, that said how best to put this I think it's fair to say that trust is not going to be high among my fellows of uh, of you I get that I understand trust is fair to middling leaning towards middling with me but really low with others certain ones in particular so what I'm going to need I think I can uh, I can definitely get a get us on this but the best way I can describe it is just full goddamn disclosure for anything that we need about in relation to this. Sure. We're talking lives here. I'm willing to share. Exactly. Otherwise I, okay. Um, 
Well, let's go up and try and sell this. Sure. Head upstairs. Open the door. Walk in. Shakes follows after. All right. So... It's very conceivable. I th- more people have gone missing right. uh, among fake people. Sounds like they've been able to get into some pretty secure places. I'm thinking this might be relevant to us. Has has Shakes ever seen Colleen? Pretty sure. Trying to think back. Yeah, because Colleen was with us. Yeah. When you went to deal with the werewolves, yeah, Colleen yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, but so she, she, she's at least she, seen Colleen. Well, I don't know, because she stayed in the van with, oh, with Sean not. and Drew. <laughs> no, she this was, was, this was the van. Colleen stayed yeah. back with us and didn't go into the fight between werewolves. Yeah. But no, she was this not. Was also, okay. after, after all of that, after... Because, yeah, after all of that, there was the cleanup and the meetup, and Colleen followed Nina over to the change yeah, Colleen rooms. actively yeah. went over with me. There While might we were cleaning up there. with the werewolves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's at least seen Colleen before. All right. I, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, so. So... I'm not speaking for all uh, I wasn't going to speak for all of us but I figured this might be something that we're interested in considering who we're we're currently trying to track thoughts, concerns agreement, disagreement some some details would be lovely so so you're you're thinking that some of the people that we've been trying to track are the people that are responsible for what disappearing their folks i mean we know that they've been doing that we just don't know for sure it's these people thus the big massive arms and limbs that were outside earlier yeah that that's that's less disappearing and more more just fucking murdering i mean they disappeared before they appeared dead well they were they were moved and then arranged and stuff that that's a good question Shakes, was it? Uh, yeah. It, I I assume Nina told you about we found some some of your people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does does it seem like these would be where those people came from, or is is this more recent? No, this is definitely more recent. Like I talked to these people a few days ago. Okay. It, it, it's always worth keep, keeping track of. But if if the, this is still working, worth looking into, to even if it's not the same person, because if this is not them, this is a potential target they would go after. And if nothing else, if it's something else that we're not aware of at this point we need any information about other things and other other people 
who uh, are being drawn to this city as we can. Shakes, I'm willing to help if you'll answer a question. All right. What is it that brought your people to the city? And who told you about it, or how'd you find out about it? I'm assuming you're talking in the broader sense, like everything's been moving in. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, That would be the Iron Wreath. And who told you what was here? Um... People have been having dreams about it, and changelings and dreams are... We have a special relationship with dreams, shall we say. And so this is many, many people have been having dreams about it, or one person's been having dreams about it? A good handful of people high up enough in changeling society, and with enough of a particular affinity for dreams that they're not necessarily intelligent to ignore. And while I don't I don't necessarily care what this iron whatever thing actually does, is it something that could reach out and call on its own? We don't know enough about it. It's supposedly the iron wreath is an artifact that could if used right prevent the things that caused our situation from getting in to our world to take more. So, it's a defensive item. Not necessarily something that would call out on its own, though you don't know. We don't know. Paul, raise, Paul raises a finger and he says, apologies if I'm, I'm the only one who's behind in this conversation, but um, what are those things exactly? that you and your companions are concerned about. How familiar are you with fairy tales? Uh, I remember them from my own childhood, and um, I read a, a, a good parcel of them to my own children. You know the old, like, Brothers Grimm fairy tales, especially the Irish ones, about fairies that steal children in the night and replace them with with replicas made out of straw and screws sure those things so real um uh midsummer night's dream sort of level of fairies worse shakespeare was very romanticized fair enough can you shoot them we can try hurry Our best bet thus far has been hiding and trying not to let them notice that we're here. Are th- would, would these be the things that have potentially done this? I hope not, because if they are, that's worse. Uh, William, being Irish, I don't know if that helps at all. Uh, can I make a... Can I, make a, I have a racial specialty in... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I make some sort of role to think about classic, you know, classic folktale like fair, defenses? I feel like your I feel like your Irish heritage is counteracted by the fact that you were raised Catholic. Oh so, no. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, cla- sort of. Uh, can I think of any sort of classic fairy tale like defenses against fairies? Roll me intelligence in a cult. Would it be possible for Eamon to make that two, given what he's up to right now? Yeah, go ahead. Any any modifiers for being Irish? (laughs) I will give you both a plus one for being Irish. (laughs) (laughs) One success. Three successes. I'm a paranoid motherfucker. (laughs) Considering how much Eamon it's been. Yeah. Um... So the the one that the one that springs to both of your minds, um, it, it, you're not certain how exactly you would make effective weapons out of it. But the thing that springs to both of your minds is cold iron, iron that is never known the touch of a that is never known the touch of a flame. Mm-hmm. Could probably I could probably fashion a couple of bullets out of an old out of an old iron fence. Oh, I mean, you could conceivably. Without flame? I mean, yeah, grind it down. Yeah. Just grind it. It's it's gonna it's probably gonna fuck up the gun, but it'll work. Once. Yeah. Once. What a, yeah. It, it turns it's less of a bullet and more of a spike. Well what about shot? <laughs> yeah, I could probably do that but easier actually. Yeah, cold iron shot would probably actually be easier and better, yep. Good call there, sir. So shakes. Tell him what you told me about what it can't, what it isn't likely to be, and yeah, um, the, that hedge thing, and yeah, stuff. So let me explain the hedge a little bit, and I'll explain. So you're all familiar with monsters and the fact that there is weird shit that exists in this world. Really. There's also other worlds, to put it simply. And there's one of them called Arcadia, which is where the weird things that take people come from. And we call we call them the gentry. They're the fae, the fairies of legend, the things that steal children, the unseely court. And there's a barrier between Arcadia and the real world called the hedge. It keeps the it keeps it keeps the gentry out of our world and it keeps our world out of Arcadia. And changelings have learned to build homes and hide in the hedge when need be to get away from Arcadia and away from the real world that when we need to. Something that was definitely not changeling and not native to the hedge has gotten into two safe houses and managed to subdue, injure, and take and drag away the changelings that lived in those hollows. And I need your help because not only are you the guys who specialize in monsters, but also you're not involved in changeling politics and I don't know if there's anyone on the inside working here. Well, I've got some preparations to make. William, given that I sort of specialize in dreams and to some extent change links, do I have any like 
anything that clicks for me with that explanation? Um, there will be a little bit. I'm gonna see if you have more than what I'm gonna tell you right now. Go ahead and roll me intelligence and occult. Okay. Plus half of your status. Round up. One. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna spend a willpower on this too. Um, so plus, it's plus three for willpower, so plus four total. Yep. Four aggressive. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Um, from what you understand of dreams and changelings. Um, the hedge is sort of like a dream space from what little you know of it, and it's not much um, because it's definitely one of the more secretive aspects of changeling society. It's not a; it's a thing that is sort of rumored among people who specialize in hunting changelings. Is this sort of extra dimensional space that changelings can flee to, um, and? the rumor of it is that it is sort of like a dream space and that it's psychoactive to the, to the changelings and other creatures that are there and sort of reacts to the wants and needs and feelings of the creatures that are inherent to it. Okay. Uh, from how you talked about the, your hedge um, sounds like it wouldn't be a place that it, it would be expected a mortal could get into or most other monsters normally. Yeah, that's that's part of why I'm very concerned because it you know that um, that glamour, that energy that I asked for in payment um, for helping you guys out with the the meeting that you wanted to eavesdrop in that type of energy is usually the only thing that can open these doors without very particular rituals and only changelings can really wield that energy which is why i'm very concerned because the things that tore up the the two hollows that i went to were definitely not changelings and how are you knowing that? Changelings don't do that kind of damage. Well, since we can't um, physically, is that even the right word? Phys- physically inspect. Oh, Maybe you could tell us more about. I said only changelings could open the doors. Mm-hmm. I didn't say only changelings could walk through. My mistake. If we have Not... any questions, now's the one. time to ask. No, I have one. Promised full disclosure on this. Not to be crass, but uh, you have brought up the issue for payment uh, for our involvement before. What's to be exchanged for our involvement? Uh, Nina asked for full disclosure. I'm willing to share what I can. I, we're talking lives here. There are people whose lives are in the balance. I, I'm not exactly in a mood to be cutting deals. Just whatever you need, whatever I can provide. 
Um, in that case, does it seem... You said a changeling couldn't do the damage, but a changeling would have needed to let this creature in. Correct? As far as I can tell, which is part of what's got me scared. There's no other ways you know of that somebody can get in? I mean, there are particular rituals, but they're not something that someone would just intuit, and they're things that typically changelings have to figure out by themselves. Like, it's sort of a natural clause of the... Like, we're again, we're talking fairy tale stuff. Right. Like, put a... Like, clip off a fingernail and put it in a crack kind of thing. Like, it's not... It's not something you would just intuit to open a door. I mean, that's my next... Okay, so there's my next question. Excuse me for going for going full CSI slash Batman here, but was the door just normally opened, or did it look like... I, I don't even know what forced would look like in this situation, but... The problem... Doors to the hedge are temporary, and they're not, like... I, I wouldn't be able to tell if it was forced. They can be forced. You can use glamour, like I said, to force a door open. But... Everything you're saying makes it sound like one of your own did it, then. <clears throat> I'm not sure how you've convinced yourself that it's not one. Because if it's a door that can only be opened by your kind, and if it's a secret, and if the way to open it, the way to open it is a secret, archaic, whatever, something as silly, something as odd as put, putting a toenail through a door or whatever, or through a crack or whatever, then the only people that would know it, and the only people that would be able to find it, and the only people that would be able to force it open if they didn't know how to open it, are all your people. Bit of an Occam's razor is what I think my brother's saying. And I've yet to meet, and I'm not sure what you're talking about, how a changeling couldn't do the damage that you saw, but I'm pretty certain that there's I, there's very few other things it could. I've met a lot of changelings, and I've met a lot of different kinds of people. I've never seen any combination of changelings wreak a tornado of destruction like I saw inside both of those You're gonna hollows. have to be more specific then. We I think what I she's getting at is saying that we're gonna have to go have a look. We're gonna have to see it for ourselves. We... You're, t you're, you're not saying that a changeling couldn't be the type of person to do it. It sounds like you're saying it's simply not possible as near as you can tell. Yeah, I don't know any changelings that have that kind of destructive power. Hey, look. We're not gonna find I'm, anything sitting here with second time counts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not denying that a changeling could have opened the door, but I'm terrified of what kind of creature this is that would be willing to work with a changeling and not just, I don't know, eat it. Could a changeling if captured, be coerced into opening the door? I mean, you can coerce someone into doing a lot of things, but... I don't know. I mean, the... the, the... Theoretically, yeah. That you have to be willing to do, like... 
I mean, it's something but you have something to. It's, okay. it's something you have to do intentionally. Yes, but theoretically, yeah, you can coerce someone into opening a door. Okay. Do changelings I, usually invite non-changelings in? Not usually, because that's. I mean, I'm taking a big leap of faith in trusting you guys with the hedge. You don't typically trust someone who doesn't know about changelings with the hedge. Right. Fair enough. But if it, yeah, if it was like, <clears throat> let's say, open this door, I'm going to set you on fire. If they didn't want to be set on fire, they could open the door, yes. Fair enough. Let's go. Can Can I think of any items that the changelings would have or that might be related to changelings that, that uh, the Aegis would be interested in? Um, I'm trying to think of a <laughs> intelligence and hmm, intelligence and larceny <laughs> and add okay. your add your conspiracy dots. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, I'm trying to think of anywhere that I can find a wrought iron fence that I can that I can, that I can think of at the moment. <laughs> I mean. At least in my ex- my my ad- admitted limited experience, your church six successes. Nice. Um. So follow my nose. Changelings have a lot of weird things. Um. Changelings make a lot of very interesting magical trinkets. Um. And you're not always able to make use of most of them because a lot of them use that weird energy that she's talking about, that glamour stuff. Right. Um, but there's a few of them that normal mundane humans can make use of. Um, like, and they're all sort of fairy tale items, like, you know, lucky coins and stuff like that. And, uh, but the, the, the thing that really stands out is supposedly changelings or creatures that work with changelings are able to bottle experience, like literal experiences which is something that the Aegis is always very keen on, is like memories and dreams and experiences bottled up in a consumable format. Okay. Um, then, then Paul will say, um, all right, then you can count, you can count me in, um, if you can provide us with a, uh, Six pack of sensation. <laughs> she, lo- she looks at you sideways Honor. and kind of like. Fuck it. I can't protect you, idiots. Wait. What, what kind of. Weird Japanese import beer are you looking for? Are you. Are you looking for a dream or like. Because I can give you a dream if you really want one, but... No, the real stuff. Distilled and set aside for later dates. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going down to my motorcycle. But well, what, the we ta- here. what the fuck are you talking about, Paul? I'm um, in this to actually help the city. If you want to make profit off it, go ahead. I'm all you don't way- make profit out of fucking fairy shite. You also don't have to to volunteer for free. You're right, you don't. I am. Look. I head off. Look, you death-wishing motherfucker. 
Astrid's going to follow, Nina. This girl here has made deals with things and people that you would have probably shat your pants before you even got finished hearing the stories about. Don't think you can out-bargain this girl. Shut your gob, do what we need to get done, and then get the fuck out before anything worse happens to you. And after after, uh, Eamon finishes saying that, um, you look over at Shakes, who's just kind of like got her head down, kind of looking down for a second. She looks up at Paul. What kind of emotion are you looking for? Um, Paul cocks his head and says, actually, Eamon brings up a good point. Have any recollections of any dealings with things other than yourself? <laughs> you want to experience my bargaining with winter? Does that make any sense to me? As, nope. <laughs> Does that make uh, any sense to me? Sounds like a wild ride is what it sounds like. As uh, a fairy <laughs> Uh You can make me another intelligence in a cult. Okay. Cool. Do I get my status this time or no? Nope? Yeah, you, you can use your status. Cool. Paul is just going, do you mean the season itself? Or you, you know that changelings, part of their abilities is sort of animistic in that they have forged an amount of connection with natural phenomena. And so you think she's being quite literal when she says her bargaining yeah. with winter. Okay. Well, I have no idea if Paul wants that or not, because I think he's kind of silly for wanting any of this, but it's interesting to me that I know more than he does. Yes. Like, do, do you want to experience the bargain that I struck with winter? Does that, with, with the, the previous six successes, I assume that sounds like something... Yeah, that sounds like something the, 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 probably the, the, something the temple would like to have. Yeah. Um, then Paul says, sure, that will do it. All right. I'll preserve that memory for you if we survive this. Paul nods and smiles says, all right. Uh, I'm Next rolling time. a thing to see how much self-control Drew has. An amount. Yeah, okay. Right, well, if you could text, if, if you could bargaining, just be clear. He seems to consider something for a long moment before drastically changing his tactic. If this is the thing we're looking for, and it's not a change, like, you're okay with us taking it out, dealing with it. Please sure. kill it before it can take any more changelings. Yes, please. Okay. If you'll touch. That's, what I want out of this is that ability to make that call in that context. Absolutely. That works for you. If you'll text us the address, my brother and I have to go pick up a few things. Brother? Sure. We're going to go find a fence and chop off bits of it. Also, in response to Jeremy's uh, uh, previous statement, it's actually harder to find uh, a wrought iron fence in Atlanta than that because all of Atlanta was burnt down a long time ago <laughs> and rebuilt with more modern with more modern materials than wrought iron than called wrought iron. <laughs> you just, just got to look a ways away from Atlanta. Wait, you, you. You actually rebuild things? Sorry, sorry. 
we didn't really put the stuff away after we burned down. <laughs> no, we, there are, there are very few there are very few old places that still have coal rot like iron. Uh, some some of them are here. Some of them are here in Loganville. Yes, some of them are out here. <laughs> uh, William did was uh, Eamon able to get through to Father Seamus? Oh uh, yeah. So you 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 put out the phone call, to Brother Seamus, and he told you he'd see what he could find uh, in regards to anti ferry equipment. Okay. Uh, he would he would see if he could get any if he could get his hands on some on any uh, like cold iron knives or anything like that. We should run by, uh, talk to Seamus before we head out. I already got him started on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, as we're driving that way, I am just looking for anything that looks like it might be cold rot, uh, like a a cold rot iron fence. Graveyards. As you guys walk downstairs and walk to your car, angry Nina sitting on her bike smoking just sort of waves. Are we done selling? Are are we done with, with our blood negotiations or... Fucking Spanner is going to end up dragged off to God knows where, and he's going to spend the next three centuries in Tirnanog, and he'll come stumbling back as a decaying skeleton. Arcadia, apparently, Colleen says as she's walking up behind you. Whatever they want to fucking call it. I I just got confirmation that if this thing is as it's been reported and we find it, we have permission to kill it, because I thought that was... Valuable to us and valuable to her. Weapons free? Hi. From, from me, Shake says she's the last person out the door. Oh, okay. Oh. I have to be sure who we have permission from because there are a lot of competing organizations in play here. And I was really prepared to say, I don't give a shit whether I have permission yeah, from. I was just, look, 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 looking, looking back at, at, at shakes before I get in the van. No offense, but I wasn't really going to ask permission in the first place. I was just going to shoot it. I just want, I, I want you to shoot it. Yeah, I'm 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 not gonna lie, Shakes. Mm. It doesn't matter whether you would have wanted if this thing is a threat to if the thing is a threat to a city, same thing that I've told you before applies. It's a threat to my people, so and to the city, so bam. Um go for it. Right, well text us the address when we meet you there. Hmm. And actually you could probably very easily make like, it would take a little while, but you could probably very easily grind down a piece of iron to it, to fit inside a bullet jacket. Yeah, I could probably, I could probably shell some, some, I could probably shell some iron bullets. Give, given a couple hours. Hmm. Yeah. In addition uh, to some iron fun. shot. Which so the Mulcahy's didn't just like, peel rubber and leave. We're all leaving together, or less. Yeah. We're just yeah. we're just yeah. making yeah. some pits. The, 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 the Mulcahy's have to break off a bit. They have to go visit yeah. some space. Haven't left I'm taking my own car because my credit card will not be used for black market <laughs> weapon purchases this time. <laughs> the church um, is gray market at worst. Wh- where is the address that we're headed to? Um, the. Based on the address that she gives the Mulcahy's and describes to the group of you, it's um, it's sort of a, a like a, a mid rent apartment, um, like in um, like the middle of uh, uh, the sort of the Gwinnett County sort of Lawrenceville 
area off of like right off right off a couple between a couple highways it's like this series of townhouses next to next to a walmart um paul will call over to amen and say um that's where astrid lives by the way it is (laughs) 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 it's in astrid's fucking apartment um paul will, will call over to amen and say uh how long do you think you all will be well, we've got to find a fence. We've got to find a fence, an actual fence, uh, and grind all- and break away parts of it. Then we've got to go talk to our uh, more uh, metaphorical fence about getting pre-made uh, bits uh, for for hunting fairies. Uh, then we've got to make our way back to Lawrenceville. So it will probably be an hour or two. <sighs> all right, got uh, an hour. I I have something to take care of of if we can meet there. Sure. Um, Paul, Paul nods and looks over at Colleen and say, says, uh, we've got a bit of extra time. Um, I'm going to call a lift. You want to go get some fast food or maybe something not greasy this time? Sure. Why not? You're one to talk British person about greasy food. <laughs> um, Paul grins and says, that's what I was going to suggest. Um, anything... And then he pauses and considers and says, do you like Greek? What do you mean non-greasy food and you go to Greek? <laughs> right? The greasiest of greasy foods. <laughs> He's reconsidered. <laughs> Drenched in olive oil? Why not? You know what? I've got an idea. I'm hungry too. Let's go. I've got a plan. How, did Astrid see the address, by the way? Yeah, it's in the it's in the middle of Windy Hill and on Hillcrest Green, the greens of Hillcrest. Okay, but before they all depart, uh, yeah. Astrid's gonna say, uh, "This is my apartment complex." Wait, what? Yeah, you got. I mean, like I have a townhouse here. Complex. Yeah, well, like I've got a townhouse here, but it's like townhouses and apartments. Chat? Do you want to phone a friend right now and see if that friend is okay? Yeah. Oh crap! What time is it right now? It's like, like is it mid, it's mid afternoon. The sun will be setting soon. We might need to find out if you've got fairies in your closet. <laughs> Asking, um, I assume you would have piped up before now if you were the one who was, uh, shall we say, this force of of, of destruction. I mean, Astrid does and have if a torture. You weren't, if Astrid, you were going to tell us before, you're not going to tell us now. Astrid does have <laughs> a torture chamber. You might be the one we're hunting. <laughs> 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 Really? I'm just saying. Gotta be open uh, to all possibilities. Alright. Uh, okay, leaving a wake of destruction that doesn't look like it could have been done by a normal person or supernatural creature in this group. Actually, no. That's probably either Colleen or Paul doing something he doesn't understand with a magic thing. Oh, <laughs> I, could leave, I could leave a trail of destruction that looks like I didn't do it. Okay. Looks New like plan. he didn't do it. Yes. Looks like Guns did it. Right. Astrid's going to immediately like step aside and call her brother. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm trying to buy you time to. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so you, you step aside. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you step aside and pull your phone out and call. Uh, it rings and rings. It gets to right before it would have picked up voicemail before, before the phone picks up. It's too early for me to wake up. You're lucky. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I know, but I have to make sure you're alive. Are you okay? Well, I won't be okay if I step out of this closet and the sun's still up, but yes. Okay. She just asked her vampire brother if he was alive. <laughs> Shut up, Amen! Can we not talk about that in front of our in front of our changeling friend? That's why I was whispering it to I will sort of so smile at Shakes. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to tell whether you're whispering it to one person. Sorry. I should have said. Amen was whispering it to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, to, to Sean. Okay. I should look over. Yes. I am trying. I'm I'm holding out to the conversation, but I am trying to say something while this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well when that conversation, you know, when the phone conversation ends, yeah, Trevor Whitney was saying. So, yeah, anything else? Uh, Asher. Okay. Um. Okay. I I can't explain everything over the phone right now, but I'm I'm coming to you, and there might be something happening in that area, the apartment complex where you are. Should I get Alexander over here? Do we need more backup? I don't know. I don't. Okay, first of all, wake up. Yeah. If you're asleep, it's easier for them to drag your body out of the closet. Yeah. The dust, okay? Sun's, sun's not down for it. I don't care. <laughs> Fine. Okay, don't worry about Alexander for now. First, just let me get there. Okay. Hang on the phone immediately falls back to sleep. I was going to say, <laughs> Firefox says he's asleep as soon as the phone calls. Sorry, Jeremy. And, okay. and so she'll hang up. <laughs> That's going on. Okay, new plan. Uh, Mulcahy's, you go and you go and and, and 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 be the 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 ordinance creating psychopaths that I know you love to be. Um, um spray of there grass. they went. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Eamon drove off, no. but Sean wasn't in the car yet. <laughs> See, no, Eamon just makes, hooks onto the back of the car. Eamon just makes Eamon just makes that noise and runs to the van while I'm holding the keys in my hand. <laughs> um banging on the door. <laughs> You go do whatever you were gonna do. Get in, you lazy bastard! I don't know what that was, but it seemed like you had a plan. I, I don't. I'll take our guest out to lunch. Here I go, making my move. I'm, I'll go with I'm. I'll go with with Astrid just to sort of scout out the apartment complex. Any requests while we're out? Uh, pick me up something murdery. Uh, Paul shrugs and says, I wouldn't mind uh, uh, if you've got an extra blade, great. Um, also, if you are picking up shot, um, as long as nobody's standing in front of me, I probably can't do too much arm in the wrong direction with a shotgun. Really easy to accidentally shoot your own foot off with a shotgun. I'm not going to give you one of those. All right, then just a knife, please. <laughs> <laughs> We brought you a shotgun that shoots knives. <laughs> it's a it's a gun, Frank. Knives. I'm glad that the four of us knew that reference. Oh yeah. I then calmly walk over to the van. 
get in, turn it on, drive away. <laughs> okay. So the the, the okay, he's going to get cold iron. Yep. Uh, Paul and Paul Paul and Colleen go to get fast food. Very no, going to get Greek. <laughs> yeah, Greek. I I feel like those things are not mutually exclusive. There's probably some kind of Greek fast food place. There is definitely Greek fast food places. Yes. They don't have those. I'm sure there's some yeah, around no, the there are, I, I haven't looked. I'm yeah. sure they do, but no, the there's point a... was not fast food. <laughs> yeah, I'm like on the edge of Lawrenceville. Yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of like um, Greek sandwich places that do like all manner of fast food versions of Greek. I think. Yeah. I, I, Okay, so I think this plays out by Paul looking up this and then just getting really depressed that everything he's finding is also fast food, even though it's Greek. And then he says, have you ever been to a good deli? <laughs> and we'll try to find a kosher deli. <laughs> there are now, what, what's, uh, what's, what's Drew up to in this, in this time period? Or is Drew also just heading for the... Drew is... Probably heading in that direction, but not heading there immediately. Um, hey, hey, Drew, are you hungry? I, I thought I said I had something to do. You, you did. Started. I just wanted to. Okay, cool. Do your thing. Calls a lift. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just going to rent a cheap but private motel room uh uh, and head there for right now yeah okay i have a thing to do obviously but yeah 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 yeah. uh so you head there and then uh astrid colleen and no colleen's with colleen's with uh paul Uh, astrid and astrid nina and shakes are headed for if Shakes is coming with, that's fine. I wasn't sure. I mean, Shakes has to open the door, so... Yeah, Shakes... yeah but I wasn't playing on us going inside. Court. Yeah, the... Shakes has nowhere to go but over there, so... Okay. Cool. So, let's, uh... <laughs> the whole point of us played up was not so some of us could... A few, only a few of us would go in and look at it. Oh, yeah. It was Absolutely. for all of us to get ready and then meet back up and go in. Yeah. So, um, we'll start with the Mulcahy's as you arrive at Our Lady of Lords. Did I spot a fence on the way? Like, at a uh, graveyard? Just roll me a d10. Nine. Say yes. You you you, pat, you you find a graveyard on the road. Stop. Get out. Get back in the van. Ammon, go break that off. Fine. <laughs> Romy's. How do I even go for dismant? We still have the crowbar, I'm sure. In the. Oh yeah. Right. Romy's strength and larceny plus one for the crowbar. I just like the Good idea that strength Eamon and athletic. Up, like the person, the 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 personal blowtorch has like. <laughs> <laughs> sure, right. Sure, you can go with strength and athletics if you want to. Okay. 
Also, if you take a blowtorch to it, it stops being coal iron. I was going to say, at that point, it kind of, well, I mean, may, mm, we'll see. Oh, no. All, the, all, all cold wrought iron means is that you didn't melt it down and cast it. I was going to say, because otherwise, grinding it down puts almost yeah. as much heat on it. You know, you yeah. can, you Successes. Can, yeah, you, you don't. The difference between cold iron and not cold iron is you didn't melt it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you didn't bring it to a melting point. Yeah, Physics correct. becomes very problematic in I did not shape this using heat. Right. <laughs> so you you, uh, you take the crowbars, ping, 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 knock three of the like the very tall fence posts out of this coal iron fence. I'll come up under my arm and haul ass back to the van. <laughs> Throw them in with all the subtlety of knocking an entire dumpster down a set of stairs. <laughs> drive furiously away from non-existent cops. I don't drive furiously away. <laughs> I, like, I just like the idea that Eamon is like hanging out the side of the door, pretending it's an action film, as I'm very calmly getting up to speed. <laughs> I like the idea that there's some guy in a like third story apartment going, here, someone's stealing the fence. Should we, eh, it doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to the world of darkness. No one cares about your wrought iron fences except for the changelings. Yep. Yeah. Uh, get 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 to get to get to church, and while Eamon goes in to talk to uh, before Eamon goes in, see if he's got however many knives he's got, and if he's got any uh, the uh, uh, shot or anything like that that's already made. I'm gonna try, and I'm gonna spend that time. Uh, Grinding down the sum of basically, I want to. How many poles did you get? How many? How many? How many spurs did you get? Three fence posts. Three fence posts. Three stars, basically. Yeah. So basically, I want to take. I want to take one and sharpen it into a spear. Mm -hmm. And then the other two, I'm going to start uh, figuring out. I'm going to start figuring out how to break them apart and and grind them down into shot and bolts. Romy. I'm trying to think what attribute should go with that on a crafts roll. Well, first, when did we put a foundry in the back of our church? <laughs> yes, that's fair. If, you, if we if if we have the ability to make bullets, which I'm certain we do, uh, then you have a file. <laughs> then you have a file. Since when do you have the resources to make bullets? Uh, since we have to make bullets that are not standard bullets, like silver bullets and other things and uh, the like. Anyway, okay. I'm talking to Brother Seamus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like literally, I will say a file and a hammer. That's not foundry level equipment. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say so you also have a belt. I'll say there's also a belt sander in the basement of Our Lady of Lords where Seamus does his work. So there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Seamus does a lot of the of the the ready-made crafting of specialized weapons. Yeah, he's got a workshop down there. <laughs> um, so you, you had you had down to speak to Seamus. Seamus, my lad. And again, you're greeted with the the like the bright orange sort of mohawked and mutton chopped figure in, in the in the white in the the, the priestly robes of of Seamus. You know, it's a very odd looking priest. Uh, <laughs> It looks more like a wrestling. 
Um, she sort of turns to face the group of you. Ah! Well, if it isn't the Mulcahy's. Ah, uh, cold iron, is it? Aye. Looking for something slashy or stabby. Well, I've got, and he flips a pair of objects. I got two knives. Perfect. And I've got one shotgun shell. Just the one. It takes it takes a bit of time to fold these into pellets that are actually useful. Oh, hey. Hey, brother. You got one shot. And he tosses it to, to Sean. Don't throw it away. <laughs> Should fit your, you know, pistol blam things. I do have a thunder right, five. Sure, make sure you, you don't miss your chance to blow, because this opportunity comes only in a once a lifetime. <laughs> I was making a different reference, but yeah. I no. understand, but when you say one shot, there are like three things that alternate between clicking and first place in my head. <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, my knees are not weak, nor are my palms sweaty. No spaghetti. <laughs> I don't have any spaghetti. I don't have any mild spaghetti. Um, what's the damage rating on these knives? Is it just one lethal or what? Yeah, it'd be one lethal. Okay. All right. They can only take so much damage before they break because they're made of. Cold iron. Rod iron, but yeah. Yep. Okay. And I'm just like, I, as with anything, cold iron weapons just do aggravated damage to Faye, as, as especially yeah. like bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah they're not going to do aggravated damage to anything else new. Can say it. Uh, just roll me a quick dexterity and crafts just to see how far you can get with uh, the, the the equipment at Seamus's workshop. Right. Do I get any bonuses for my profession? Uh, you're a hitman? Yep. Uh, add half, round it up. It's, it's, not, it's not something that directly applies uh, effectively, but it, it has an amount of overlap. I'm going to spend a willpower for quick. Three successes. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, I'll say you're a, you're definitely able to sharpen one down into a spear. That's that's relatively easy. You basically just press it against the belt sander for a couple of rotations until it's got a nice sharp point. Um, like the knives, it can only take so much before it'll shatter because um, it's made of wrought iron. Um, and I'll say you are able to make uh, you're able to basically break down uh, the you won't be able to make any bullets because that'll require a lot more time and effort to actually make them fit to a jacket, especially with, make, the, with, with the powder charge. I could probably make some solid slugs, though, for the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, you can you can make probably two solid slugs and two more and two more buckshot. So, solid slugs are actually probably easier. Yeah, because um, it's, it's basically it, yeah, yeah. You probably make three solid slugs. So I would I would I would forego making buckshot just to make solid slugs. Uh, yeah, shotgun. yeah. So you, you probably make about three, or, probably about three or four solid slugs. Okay. Because uh, yeah, that, that's essentially just big, making making a dollop of wrought iron and sticking a, a black powder charge on the back of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's just here. Here's a shotgun shell. Tank, tunk. <laughs> so four solid slugs. Plus the cold iron. Uh, was it a slug or, or shot that he? That was a, that was that was buckshot. 
So I've got five cold iron, one's a buck, one's buckshot, four slugs, or the under five. Which is good, because that's the full extent of its magazine, so it's fully loaded with cold iron right now. Um, and then I'll toss the spear over Taman. Yeah. Fair. The spear could probably take more than the daggers can, but again, it has a limitation. Uh-huh. Regular damage on a spear? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's literally just a piece of fence post sharpened. Awesome. So, well, you got after you guys are done with that, and you start heading over to the apartments. Yep. Uh, so, Drew, you had a thing that you needed to do. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna head into whatever motel I've rented a room at. Um, and just go to the mirror. She, she said that she could give me, us, a dream. I didn't... I know not to take things like that, but... Well, it's always tempting, right? So I reach out, place a hand on the mirror. I guess it's not quite the same for you, but I do wish we could really talk. And you, the, just ever so faintly, just, it might be your imagination, it might be something else, but as you sort of, as you begin to turn away from the mirror, you just get the ever so faint thought that the expression on your reflection is just a mite is filled with just a bit of sadness that isn't quite your own. But. It turned out all right in the end, Jonah. I promise. Yeah, and then, like, I'll just kill time until I need to head to the Hmm. Uh, meet up. And then, of course, Paul and your efforts to find some decent Greek. That's what we do. Um, no, honestly, I, I, I think he changed, he changes tack and gets depressed, and we'll try to find just a just a a, a nice kosher kosher deli. You know, you really can't make up your mind on what you want to eat, can you? Um. He smiles and says, "You know, I just I just figured something that we didn't pick up from a drive-through or that was delivered after we saw someone light themselves on fire. You know, just a place to just sit down for a little bit. That's all." And I was thinking, I don't know. My granddad, he had a. Um, uh, he had a deli, and just want to see maybe if there's some place like that around. You ever had pastrami on rye? I can't say that I have, surprisingly. All right. Well, that there are a lot of problems going around. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do about all of them, but that is one problem we can fix this afternoon. 
assuming we can find a, find a deli around here somewhere. Yeah, you can find a deli. There's at least an there's at least an angle somewhere around. Okay. All right. Um, we'll go in. Um, order sandwiches. Uh, just double check that she's okay trying uh, this new kind of sandwich. Sure. And then sit in a in a booth or a table or whatever they have. She kind of while she's chowing down the sandwich, she kind of looks over her her right hand a bit, just sort of examining the tattoos that are snaking up her arm. And she kind of glances over them. How's it feeling? It's strange, but not bad. That's, I guess, cautiously optimistic would be the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul stops and wipes a little mustard off of his beard um, and says, listen, I know um, you grew up surrounded by actual magicians, but um, you ever learned any fake magic? What, like street magic? Well, you know, like, you know, the fun stuff. Um, and he pulls a coin out of his pocket and will walk it along his knuckles and then... Um, at least, if you want me to roll for this, I will, but we'll sort of, um, and then make the coin disappear. I'm not assuming you can do basic magic tricks, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll reach over and like reach over behind her ear and pull it back out. <laughs> you know, there are definitely, supposedly, mages who do that kind of stuff and then incorporate their magic into it. But that wasn't really the style of the people that raised me. They were very much sort of the monastic tradition style of interaction with the world. Sure. But I mean, just even setting aside things that they did as, as part of their traditions and so forth. I mean, what do you do for fun? Has that even been a thing you've been allowed to do? Fun is... fleeting and subjective. Um, For the most part, it was practice, study, rest, repeat for most most of my upbringing. And then occasionally there were movies that Brother Kindness would bring me. And and he pauses for a little bit and says, Can I tell you something that's maybe sort of funny? Mm -hmm. My mom was a magician. Not, you know, a mage, but uh, just street magic, like you said, sort of thing did birthday parties for little kids that sort of thing it's nice it wasn't when you were a kid you know <laughs> it's the last thing you want to know is that your you know your mom's doing the party down the road but uh but yeah you know everything that uh you grow up and you learn that that uh the world is the way it is out there and uh I don't know. Sometimes I kind of wish and he runs the, the coin over his, his knuckles again and says, sometimes I kind of wish I could go back. You cut, and, out that, you cut out the last half of that sentence. Oh, <laughs> I lost. 
Uh, he's, you know, the world, you learn that the world's being what it is. And he, you wish that, that uh, you could go back to thinking that magic was just this. And he runs the coin over his knuckles again. Um, he says, hey, maybe this is silly, but you want to give this a try? And he sort of will do it more slowly. She takes the coin for a second and kind of flips it over her fingers a little bit. She's, she's very clumsy with it. Okay. And she kind of like does it a couple of times and then she kind of runs it over her hands and then drops it for a second and there's a poof of smoke and it actually disappears. Okay. Huh. I wonder... And she reaches over behind your ear and pulls it literally out of thin air. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Paul will lean back and clap. Um... And, and and I will point out the one that she's holding right now is one of the one-eyed kings. And it's, it is still a one-eyed king when she pulls it back out. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul, Paul's heart skipped a beat there for just a second. Um, and, uh, it's still a one-eyed king. It doesn't work anymore, but it's still a one-eyed king. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and he says well you're certainly a faster learner than i was but um let me ask you the real serious question what do you think of the pastrami <laughs> she looks at it for a second and says it's a weird meat but it's not bad i don't mind the flavor and after she chews on it for a second she kind of looks back at you uh I, I made a conscious effort not to eat the magic in that coin, by the way. I know you, you kind of want to hold on to those things. Um, Paul shrugs and smiles and says, honestly, it's, it's a sort of thing. I'm just so used to, to moving them around. Um, it's good that you can hold off if you want to. Whenever I get my hands on something that has an innate amount of magic, I feel sort of a pull like a sensation trying to draw me to draw it into me and i've learned to after that first time it caught me by surprise but i sort of figured out that i can tell it no if i really need to not um paul nods look just to let you know, if you're curious, um, they're the sort of thing that we use to kind of uh, keep tabs. I tend to leave them around. And um, if you run them over your knuckles, like I showed you, not that one, don't do it with that one, but the one uh, where they have the left eye, um, you can put them up to your eye and see out where the other one is. What's, so, wrong, with, what's wrong with this one? I, it's the right eye. That one can see, but it can't be seen through. Uh, or rather, it shouldn't. I'm not exactly sure what you see, but uh, people who've tried it, uh, well, just don't try it. I remember not to, because she sort of hands the coin back to you. Um, he'll put it down on the table and kind of slide it back over and, and, and say, oh, Look, it. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got an extra set that I'm going to be picking up. Um, if you don't want to carry it around, I certainly understand, but I wanted to let you know what it is, what it does, 
and look, just things are things are bad out there. And um, if you want to carry it, if you want to try to, I'm sorry, I'm not really sure the right word, consume it, whatever you're most comfortable with, absorb. You can. I'm not sure what it would do, but maybe it would help us find you if if you needed finding. Don't do it, you know, now, but uh, we're going to do our best to make sure that sort of thing doesn't become necessary. But if it does, we just want you to have the option. She takes the coin and kind of flips it over her fingers a little bit, slightly more dexterously this time, kind of puts it in her pocket. Okay. Um, Paul finishes his sandwich and he says, "I look, checks the time. He says, well, we've got, we've got a few minutes before we've got to go out, but, um, uh, and he'll reach into another pocket and say, how about something with no magic whatsoever? And he pulls out a pack of cards. He said, I'm betting you never learned how to play go fish. That was actually one of the only card games. Mostly brother kindness. That and not poker, but blackjack? That one. I have to ask, what did you play for if you were playing blackjack with a bunch of mages? Uh, mostly just practice. It was sort of a card counting thing. If I could figure out the probability of the next card coming down, then I was doing it right. Christ. Well, I don't want to make you relive that, and this isn't an exercise, but um, you want to play the stupidest game ever. All luck. No skill whatsoever. It's called war. <laughs> All right, and you guys play a little bit of cards for a while. All right, that's everything I wanted to do. Yep. So, yeah, in a few hours... Uh, well, actually, let's go ahead to the guys who get there first. Uh, I, I, I was going to say... Um, yeah. Things need to happen before yeah. everybody else shows up. <laughs> yep. So, with... Uh, with Astrid, Nina, and uh, Shakes, as the group of you arrive at the Greens at Hillcrest. Right. Uh, so... Shake, do me a favor. Let us just sort of scout the place out stay back here for the moment okay um for reasons and we'll just understand that i'm not explaining why how's that you're giving me a hand i don't care what you want to explain or not okay fair enough So I look at Astrid, lead the way. You see your poem. Yeah. She'll lead the way. Yep. Are you heading for Astrid's apartment or for the one that was noted? Do you want to check on someone first? What What time of day is it right now? It's probably about half an hour before sunset. Uh, I'm going to get a little rest. 
Let's check out the other one first, and then I will go okay. check on him. Okay. Um, question. I know I'm not. This isn't exactly a a. a how to put it? This is not necessarily an original thought in this group, and I've been kind of, kind of, kind of neutral on the idea before. But there's something, and I swear I was going to have this conversation before the last thirty minutes. <laughs> Does something seem a little bit sketchy about how much? Paul seems want to, wanting to keep dragging Colleen away from all of us for alone time. Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't just, I haven't really taken much notice of it, but... I haven't either until recently. It might have something yeah. to do with the fact... It, it, my noticing might have something to do with the f with the whole magic item debacle. I mean, but it puts something in fairly sharp contrast for me. I've I've just thought that he's protective of her. You're not wrong. No, and that he's, was my he's got kids of his own, and like he probably just takes up that father role. You're not wrong. That was my that was my thought at the time. Yes! Now I'm having another. <laughs> yes, I'm loud, neighbor. Um, <laughs> well, it's a very vampire-like name. Uh, no, um, uh, <laughs> this world's version of Percy is two rooms down that way, and the same thing all two rooms down that way. Someone's watching Critical Role in the next in the, in the room next door. That would also work. <laughs> but so I just need to say this out and tell me I'm crazy, and then I'm okay. fine. But Craig Paul, I was just, looking at the name in our video program at the time. Craig Paul. <laughs> When you were expressing your concerns about someone, no, and no, a younger woman, Paul. please use my character name. Paul, I'm sorry, I just happened to be literally looking at the name. Paul Craig Phillips. Paul <laughs> works for is part of an organization who is very interested in magical items, right? That is true. Yes. Paul has shown that, well, it's been smoothed over since. Frankly, he doesn't give a fuck what we think when magical items come into play. Colleen's a walking magical item. You are correct. That's where my concern comes into play. I, I don't think you're crazy. I think you should be concerned there. Okay. All right. Well, I was hoping I was uh, I, I, I was just, you know, letting the fact that every just about everybody in this group pisses me off at one point or another gig cloud my. But OK, fair enough. Uh, let's go do some scouting. OK. 
All right. So you you head to the the apartment that was designated, um, and it's a fairly. It's like at near the back. Like the there's this area has got some pretty winding turns, and it's a bunch of townhouses all sort of stacked up next to each other. Uh, and it's sort of like near the back there's like one road that goes all the way past the rest of them and then there's just these three block there's just these three townhouse buildings all lined up at the like far away from everything else that are just by themselves uh and it's one of the rooms on the far right of the townhouse buildings um and you sort of look over at the door and it's uh it's marked uh with an I should know which number, but I don't off the top of my head because uh, it's been a long time since I was down there, so I don't remember which building that is. Um, but the, you, you go to the room number uh, designated, um, and it's not locked. Okay. I subtly withdraw a weapon push the door open you push the door open and you are greeted by the lights that have been left on uh, in a sort of carpet upholstered uh, living room Uh, there's a set of stairs that leads upstairs uh, to the second floor of this townhouse Uh, the living room leads back into a tile dining room and kitchen um, and there's a table with some like plates that have been set out but never had any food put on them. There's a refrigerator in the back, the TV in the living room. It looks like a fairly typical townhouse. Okay. Nothing that seems out of the ordinary at all. Uh, just go ahead and roll me with some composure. Okay. What? Um, the can I roll that too? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Two. Uh, so the the walls are a little um well worn, like the the paint starting to peel just a bit, uh, which seems a little bit odd because most of this place is in pretty good. Um, upkeep aside from there's like this strip of the wall that heads up the stairs that seems to be starting to peel um, and Astrid you also notice that there are distinct footprints in the in the carpet heading up the stairs where, where the carpet has been depressed and refused to stand back up like something just kind of permanently pressed the carpet down that's strange She'll, she'll point out the footsteps. Hmm. Okay. Eamon's not here, but I assume this is something they would have noticed right off. Are they human-shaped footsteps? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Just check. I'm guessing this is not our fiery friend or everything yeah. would be turned to ash. Unless he has the ability to turn it off. True. 
I mean, I would assume he has the ability to turn it off because otherwise he wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Uh, you, you do. You do remember your conversation um, with uh, the uh, the spirit speaker of the werewolves that supposedly the the werewolf had seen someone covered in bandages following them around. Who was distinctly not on fire. <laughs> Also on fire. I mean, there's also advantages. And even if it's not him, there is the accomplice. Mm -hmm. It's Um, one of the two of them. Would seem to make sense. Um, I'm not willing to have. to jump further in until everybody else gets here. Cannon fodder is a thing. I'm joking. Kind of. But um, I can go back and jock with shakes and be distracting if you want to check in on Your brother. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I will go back and I will chat up our changeling contact. Okay. Aster, you had a gear house? Small time. Yeah. Astra will head there to check on Archer. Yeah, see so you head up you head to your you head to your apartment and head up the stairs. Everything seems to be in order. Okay. Is is it still Sunlight outside. It's starting to go down. You imagine if you opened the closet door, he wouldn't immediately burst into flames. You just have to stay in there and not go anywhere for a bit. She's going to shut, like, shut the blinds and pull the curtains. Mm-hmm. Just to help. Yeah. And then she will open the closet door. Yeah. And you, you open the closet door and you can see he's kind of like half curled up and he kind of blinks open an eye and just sort of like half-heartedly just kind of goes <laughs> Really? I, I don't want to go to vampire school today. Calling <laughs> <laughs> in torpor. Yes. You are the one who shut me in a closet. Okay. You, you, I said you this was to... someplace safe you could rest. I didn't shut you in here myself. <laughs> Come on out, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're the one that keeps coming back here, so... Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> but you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Is the sun down yet? Uh, almost. Cool. I will stay here until it's down, then, if you don't mind. So, there's something... Do you know much about changelings? Uh, I only know what I've heard about them from other vampires, which is that it's a real trip to drink from them. Right. Um, There's a changeling that we've been communicating with 
and apparently some of her people have been taken. Hmm. And we were going to investigate one of their houses, and it's it's here in this complex. Hmm. Probably by that psycho killer person we are looking for. You want me to come along then? Um, if if you want to, once the sun completely goes down. Sure. You're no good to me as a pile of ash. Mm, I'm no good to anyone as a pile of ash. Kind of leans, sort of readjusts himself and leans against the back of the of the closet instead of curled up against the sidewall. <sighs> you know, lying in one position for the majority of the day in an unmoving death-like state will give you a real crick in the neck. I would imagine. Anything else, or are you just going to stand there and watch me until the sun goes down? I mean, you're amusing, but I'll be outside once, you know, it's not so bright. Once I'm not going to catch fire? Yeah. Yeah. All right. She will go back out. Okay. Head back out, and about an hour passes before everyone meets up, including Archer. Because uh, after the sun is firmly beyond the horizon. Uh, and the group of you meet up outside. Outside of the uh, designated apartment. Uh, Eamon, you are able to sort of find some leather that you can wrap around the haft of the spear to sort of make a basic grip. Cool. Right, so we're going to help this situation out and then I would dearly love if we never see them again. Who are you talking to? You. Oh. Who are you talking about? Fucking fairies and shit. Oh, well. I imagine st- not seeing them again, probably uh, not in our hands, as far as it's concerned. Considering that we're trying to figure out what the hell's drawing things into the city, I'm probably going to see more of them. Is this before you guys showed up or after? Before we get out this of the is, car. This is like literally as we're getting out of the van. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. I just wanted to make sure because it wasn't, yeah. Don't worry, brother. You'll be able to. You'll be able to stab something at the very least, and that'll calm your nerves. Right. Let's go see what sort of bloody mayhem's been running about this place. Get out with a spear made of with with, with a with what looks like a fence post that has some leather wrapped around it and some daggers. <laughs> How many of those pig stickers you get, by the way? Go. Yeah, give one to me. Right, you give the other, you give the second one to Paul. Yep, will do. Shakes and I are probably just sitting in the because we're just sitting back where the I wouldn't have taken her any closer until everybody showed up. So we're just sitting in the apartment 
uh, driveway area, watching you guys just talk behind the behind the van. <laughs> Drew probably shows up around the same time, if not a little earlier. Um, oh, I should do this to get this out of the way. Shake says as she sort of pulls out like a small crystal vial out of out of her leather, out of her jacket pocket. Sort of pulls a cork out of it, sets it on, sets it in her palm, and kind of presses a hand to her forehead, and kind of like slowly pulls this like small silvery essence out of the side of her head, and sort of drips it into the vial where it sort of turns liquid, and she nope corks it up. right off. <laughs> hey, we'll get your ass back there, over here. Let me know when they're done with the weird shite. They're done with the weird shite. You're done with the weird shite. <laughs> Your mom's done with the weird shite. You know mom's never gotten off the weird shite. <laughs> Is there any chance that when you hand that off to Paul, it's going to drive him insane or something like that? I mean... The answer I'm hoping for is yes, for the record. <laughs> Maybe it's my conversation with a fundamental force of nature, so it depends on how he handles that. Okay. I am... Yeah, no, I'm totally okay if that's if that's what happens because when you try to profit off saving people's lives, that's what should happen to you. Mm. Oh, look, Paul showing up. <laughs> As the lift shows up at the apartment. Uh, when I see Paul, I pull out the dagger, the other the second dagger, and just sort of embed it in the ground by his feet. There you go. All right, what'd you get me that's murdery? Nothing. <laughs> I specifically asked you for something murdery. I hand over the I hand over the cold iron dagger. Thank you. One. <laughs> Paul picks up the one that Sean threw in the ground, um, scrapes off the mud as best he can with the sole of his uh, of his uh, of his shoe, and then. I guess tucks it into his belt. Lose your balls that way if you're not careful. My balls aren't located on the side unless something's gone horribly, horribly wrong. I don't know how you English lads are built. <laughs> I just left, but not that far left. <laughs> anyway, we, see, we, we go to see how you, how you use your new techniques with that. That thing. We are talking about the knife again, right? Oh, I this time. Whatever. I pull out. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just sort of pat the Thunder Five on my hip. All right. Well, we've got two daggers. He's got a big pokey stick, and I've got five shots. So hopefully, whatever, whatever it is, if indeed it is, if if it's Fay of nature, uh, we have five shots and the three of you to get through it. I am so excited for this not to be Faye at all. Well, in that case, I have to do some quick reloading. <laughs> um, Paul, Paul smiles at Nina and says, I suppose if that's the case, we just follow our standard plan, which is throw whatever else we've got handy at it, right? I mean, those are still pig stickers. They'll still stab into whatever. It's just that they'll do special, they'll do extra stuff to fake creatures. If the charge is to be believed, which nine times out of ten, they're right about half the time. 
This isn't the church. This is Brother Seamus. We trust Brother Seamus. We need to be clear, though. Nine times out of ten, they're right half the time. But still a percentage of that time they're right, they're still actively lying in order to suppress the truth to their advantage. Don't yes. come at me with your Steiner math. <laughs> we have taught Jack well. Also, <laughs> my comrades. Also, they only, also, they lie to you. Yes, I, yes, I'm sure they don't lie to you at all. They don't lie to me because they know what I do if they do. Regardless of what who's lying to who and where and what and why and when. <laughs> we just created a country song. <laughs> have a look at the interior and see if we can figure out what the shite's going on. Either way. Alright, so um you guys head over to the apartment, Shex opens the door, and again you see this interior apartment that is mostly well upkept except for a few oddities that um uh, Astrid and Nina are able to point out. Uh investigation rule? If you want to. Like I said, I've I've been ADHDing hard Boom. and have no idea what I'm walking into. Eamon uh, walks in, keyed up to the max because somebody said fairies, and looks <laughs> through time. <laughs> Composure. Uh, any bonuses for uh, my profession? Uh, not in this particular joint? case. Okay. Not not in this particular case. Can I use? Can I spend a willpower? Yes, if you want to. Only three. Okay. So Sean, you noticed the 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 before they before they even mentioned to you, you noticed the discoloration and the aging on the wall and the awkward footprints that have refused to go away in the in the stairs. Um uh, Eamon, you notice all of that and also on the back wall up the uh up the the stairs, there's a very clear spot where a bookcase has been shifted to the side and you can see the silhouette where the dust used to be. Mm-hmm. Of where of where that bookcase used to be sitting, of where there's no dust. Okay, can I draw any conclusions from the weird aging on the paint? Same. Uh, roll me wits and occult. Okay. Both of us. Yeah. Nope. I'm looking at that bookcase. One success. It looks like rot has set in on the wall, like dry rot, like bad housekeeping style of this place is falling apart, except the rest of the apartment is fine. Now, why would only this wall be dry rotten? Does it seem to be, fo- does it seem to be following the footprints at all? Hmm? It's a heading, a heading up the stairs with the footprints, yeah. Yes. Oh, so whatever walked through was rotting the place as it was going. Also, they move that bookshelf. Can I think of anything that rots the world around it as it moves? I mean, cartoon skunks. I will look to the more physically capable members. McDonald's. (laughs) I mean, that's 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 an attribute attributed to a number of different beasts. So, I mean, is there anything in like like? Uh, that I could narrow it down to. Anything 
like demons, witches. Yeah, I mean more both demons. Of, both, all three of those things. Yes, <laughs> demons, witches. Okay. All right, brother. Let's move the bookshelf. See what's behind it. I'll I'll look to shakes. Is that related to your thing, or is it? Uh, no, that's not a thing that. Um, hmm. At least we wouldn't want to do it if any of us could. Actually, uh, she says, looking at it. Actually, before we touch that, brother. No, I was asking about the bookshelf. Oh, the bookshelf. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, the door is uh, right there. She says, indicating the spot where there's no dust. Uh, before we do that, brother, real quick, uh, I'm going. If everyone could, if everyone could join me in a quick prayer. Are you kidding me? You know exactly why I ask you to join me in a prayer. Shut up and get over here. No, I legitimately don't. He's going to do his eyeballs. The thing that I've done, shape. that I've given you like five times now in the past, where you can see things that aren't, that you normally can't see. Okay, yes. I will consent to stand there quietly well, and, and pretend like I'm praying and not actually pray. Cool. <laughs> you have to pray for it to work. Oh, well, that makes what it, that makes the last few times confusing, but that's fine. No, no, I'll pray. I will totally pray. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be fucking gold. <laughs> I don't have to pray audibly, right? I'm fucking with you. No, you don't. Only I have to. Uh, anyways, I'm aiming for I'm aiming for two each. Which means I have to keep rolling until I have two each. It was probably good because then then Drew would have had to punch me. Hail <laughs> <laughs> Satan! The more you talk, the, the more you talk, the whole the harder this gets. <laughs> That's better. There we go. Two, four, Here, six. Dark Lord and Max. I don't have to punch you. I just have a particular. Okay, Hey, I got an extra one. All right, uh, so I'll get three and everyone else gets two. Go. Mm -hmm. No, you're a normal human. I don't have to murder you for not for worshiping Satan. I just have to distrust you. So, all right, turn on your specialize. <laughs> so you can all roll. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, resolve plus two. Each of you gets resolve plus two. I get resolve plus one. Turn on the true sight. So you get resolve plus three. Could you yourself three dice? Sorry, I get, I get yeah, I get resolve plus three. Sorry, I meant I meant plus one to the two that was already there because that's on my brain. Yeah, I, I I get you. <laughs> one success. Your eyes are on. Yay! Three successes. My eyes are super your, on. Your eyes are on. Super on. Fortunately, it's literally only a binary state, so it's either on or not. Asteroids are not. Nope. Nina's yep. eyes are on. Uh, Paul and Drew also have it. Oh, yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm wrestling with the with the dice roller. See the awkward question about. I have a plus one, correct? You have a plus, yeah, two. plus, plus two. 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 Resolve plus two. The awkward question of whether I'm just an normal moralist. If I get empowered by this while I was praying to somebody I shouldn't be praying to, does that make me cry? See, I I I provide deep philosophical 
You're, you're not really, you're, you're just oh, like you're, you're a walking metaphysical experiment, yes, and we're <laughs> all very grateful for the fact. <laughs> Taking advice from me, which you are not prone to doing in general. Not as a rule. You can get power from something while not believing in or agreeing with it as long as you are conscious that the power comes from a source you don't agree with. Congratulations, you've been blessed by God, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Nina. I, mean, I understand. I do the more interesting things by the power of God. He does the, you know, more practical things. How is now bringing I... people back from the dead not more interesting than stabbing them? Anyone does know the sort. You don't know the sort of research that I've been doing with the help of some of the brothers at Our Ladies. Anyone can stab. Uh, uh, anyone can stab something and make it dead. It's a lot harder to make it not dead again. This is Look, true. What's important is. Now that now now that I have some weird sight based direct connection to God, I can tell God where he can lick me. Now can we go? <laughs> you can, <laughs> but I'd be careful because he might. Those of you who have activated your true sight <laughs> can see in in the outline of the area where there is the where there's no dust there is the ever so faint pattern of leaves that just ever so faintly sort of outlines the area where the dust is at huh. I can see the door now uh, I look back at the rot uh, it becomes darker and more black as you look at it with true sight. Can I determine what that means? It means it's not natural is what it means. Like, does it seem does it seem similar to the demonic uh, taint that I cleansed from the gas station previously? Not quite. And as, as you're having a look at it, um, Archer kind of puts his hand up to it and kind of runs a finger across it. And kind oh, of, Archer's here now? Yeah, Archer's been here. Does it look like... Hey there, Archer. Virgil. You know, I can see your actual face now. It's unpleasant. What, paler than normal? No, no, no worse. Anyone that has the true side on can see. <laughs> I, to, be, to be fair, he's a very well-preserved vampire, so his face is just gaunter and paler than normal, and the fangs are more obvious, and the, eye, and the eyes glow yellow. We just have that. We have this I, sort of like demonic look on him, as opposed to what I, 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 I just meant. That I forgot out of character that he was there. So I was picturing Paul forgetting too, and just going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he kind of like runs his fingers across it, kind of inspects it in his hand for a second. <laughs> This looks like Tenebrous Shadow Magic. Does it look like magic to me? Uh, whatever you said, your mic didn't pick it up. Probably because your hand's blocking the mic. Did you say? Did you mean a tenebration? No, he said Tenebrous, as in the stuff of shadows. Okay, because Tenebrous, it, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yep. I hear Tenebrous. I start thinking of. Um, uh, uh, Star Wars character? <laughs> no, uh, 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 Giallo movies. Yeah. No, t of Tenebration, the discipline, Tenebris, the stuff of shadows. Fair enough. Residue. I think Tenebris was also the guy who killed Primus in the Modron March. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I gonna, also, I gonna, also, up tenebration isn't his discipline. <laughs> I was gonna make something about. I was gonna make a joke about ten brisses happening. I just couldn't word it right. Yeah. This looks like shadow magic. Just, That's just couldn't cut to it. Go, to, to get that done, you'd have to go a moil a minute. We're gonna get <clears throat> the the. Uh, the look that equates to being punched in the face. <laughs> I stand by it. That's this kind of shadow magic is vampire tricks. What you're saying is a vampire waltzed through here. I mean something like a vampire at the very least say are there i unload the i unload the cold iron rounds and load back in my dragon my dragon breath rounds. Uh, shakes um shakes is still with us right yes possible this happened at night uh it was it was like this when i got here this morning so it's definitely possible it happened overnight that significantly increases the chance it could be vampiric activity. Have a look on the interior, shall we? Hmm. Yeah, um, here, let me open the door for you, she says, as she steps up. Is uh, Nina trying to say something? Yeah, but the moment is long since passed. Right. Hmm. As uh, as um, Shakes steps up to the the door and kind of steps up to the door for a second, takes two steps to her left, kind of walks her fingers along the bookshelf for a minute, grabs one of the books off the shelf, steps over back in front of the door, smacks the book against the door in specific places. Um, opens opens the book, tears a page out, puts the book back on the shelf, and slides the page diagonally across the the wall. And then a moment later, there's a shimmer as the the wall itself falls away and opens up into a, a uh, like a, a stone corridor. Amen manages to not piss his pants. That's the most overly complicated way of opening a door I've ever seen. Oh, it's not the most complicated one that I've seen. This is just the one for this door. I was thinking they were librarians there, but then you ripped the page out and I decided it was something different. Are we all right, brother? Job. Well, uh... I'm going to freak out if we see another one of you on the other side. Well, I wasn't thinking about that, but now I am. That's um, what brothers are for. Welcome to my world, she says as she steps into the into the corridor. <laughs> Does anyone follow after her? I follow. Yeah, I'm wrong. Give me just a sec. Sorry, somebody oh. doesn't know how to do timestamps, so I had to do a little bit of fixing mm -hmm. of things. Uh, what happened? Uh, she opened the door in a very complex ritual that involved a book and ripping a page out. All right. Yeah, I'm going in. Yeah. Yep. 
Paul Paul will head in in the middle of the pack. Alright. Uh, is Eamon the last one in? Eamon's waiting. Everyone else has gone inside. I'm I, I, I don't I don't go all the way until Eamon is following. I will stop in the doorway. Fuck this shite. Alright. <clears throat> is Colleen with us? Yeah. What? We don't have a babysitter. And I assume she just walked in, yeah? Yeah, she's... God, that would have been good to know <laughs> because there would have been a whole conversation. Yeah, I, I kept on trying to have that conversation, but <laughs> I got talked over, so I just let it happen. And Eamon will step in. Do you want to have that conversation? I mean, I no, I just somehow didn't notice that Colleen was there and then suddenly noticing. It, it, there's been too much that's passed. So, you guys step in. The uh, after after you all step in, uh, the door shuts behind the last of you. I sing a nursery rhyme that I don't know, but Sean would know about children being kidnapped by cha- by by fairies behind Eamon as he walks through the thing. Eamon turns around and just punches him right in his fucking face. Eamon does what we've all wanted to do this whole time. Damn it, the merit of being someone's sibling so that you can punish them for their jackassery. (laughs) And then he pats him on the cheek and turns around and keeps walking. It's, uh, as you as you walk, the tunnel opens up into a very much sort of the the sort of the dark uh, stone interior. It almost looks like the the inside of a castle. Almost, it's sort of this, this very like stone bricks with torches lighting the walls that sort of provide an amount of illumination. Um, and you begin to see that that sort of destruction that she was talking about, as you can see deep furrows taken out of the walls in like claw formation, like a series of four claws that just ripped through the wall. And there are sections of floor that have been shattered and ripped up and pieces of the ceiling have been pulled down and slapped and slammed into walls. And uh, what looked like had been doors are splintered across uh, the surface behind them. Um, there are like this place looks like a bomb went off and then someone came through with a bulldozer afterward paul is looking around at the uh stonework inside uh looks over at shakes and says all things considered i should have asked you where you get your architects i assume this wasn't um standard with the subdivision uh, let's just say that every changeling is their own best floor planner. How do you manage to make everything you say sound so fucking English? Right? So, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. And so... This seems even extreme for... Vampires. Yeah, Archer says from somewhere else in the room. Um, this seems more like the big furry death ball level of destruction. 
which is leading me towards a very concerning thought process. Uh, storyteller, do the vampire hunters spot any signs of vampires in this room? Uh, roll me, what's the composure? Zero successes. Three successes. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I got punched Amen. in the face earlier. I can't. I can't find anything. Eamon, <laughs> uh, you're on particular edge, and so you're looking around, and you can see more of that black rot on some of the walls. Bits here. Bits here. More a bit over there. They've got. Hey. It's our same rot monster. Hmm. Um, or it's a rot monster and something else. Or it's something that has a pet rot monster, sure. Hmm. A rot monster. My point is, if that looks more vampire-like outside, this looks like something else. This suggests the possibility of the kind of team-up we don't want to have because that's when you get that's when you get a title like vampire versus werewolf whoever wins we lose um william outside it only looked like one person coming in right? <clears throat> yeah well there was only this one set of footprints that had been depressed into the floor whether or not presumably due only to the one rot. person yeah. with rotting footprints yeah only one person with rotting footprints um, again, it's been cleared out by the destruction, but there is there. Can we get any sort of a sense for how many people were in this room? I mean, yeah, if I could like invest. Sure. Um, that would be whoever wants to roll it can make me wits and investigation. Okay. And multiple people roll it? Sure. Yeah. I will spend willpower. Sure. Why not? I would I would also like nope. to see when, when Nina Four. says that. I would also like to see if anything looks particularly wolfy. I go around and start do start going Batman. Yep. So you're you're all sort of pouring through and uh Nina and Drew both kind of look around and spot occasional like bits of blood that is not quite natural hues. Um, especially with your true sight on, you can uh, in in uh, in Nina's in uh, Eamon's case. And Nina's um, case. Yeah, in Eamon, it, yeah. It, well, particularly for Eamon, Nina had more successes. Um, Eamon uh, spots like some of this blood has a bit of a shimmer to it that is definitely not natural. Um, it's got like sort of a a faint, almost glitter like shine that seems to like catch the light. Um, Nina, as you're as you're looking around, sort of inspecting, sort of trying to trying to place where individual damage might have been related to an attack on an individual person, um, and as you're as you're placing, you you would, and as you sort of get a feel for the area, um, there's a couple of different rooms in here that have been battered down. Um, just based on the size of this place, you would guess that there's no more than four or five people that were living here mm-hmm. when the attack came in. Um, and aside from that, there's only one door that hasn't been completely broken down, which is at the far back of this main room. Okay. 
I'll point at the door. Shakes, what's where does that go? Um, I don't. I've only been here a couple of times, so I don't know the layout by heart. But if I had to take a guess, probably out to the hedge proper. If I go over there and open that door, am I going to get sucked out, or can I open it, look out, and then close it? Yeah, you should be able to walk out on your own. All right, I walk over open the door and see if there are any signs of like a tree of dead people or like so as you as you open the door a snarling like heaving like like heaving creature or uh, I need at which point you. I would shut it and go Paul it's for you <laughs> <laughs> knew, as you open the door go ahead and roll me a resolve and composure so okay. mean. So mean uh, to Paul. <laughs> I mean, again, I'll be honest, that was just simply the per- you're the person I was looking at that time. It could literally at this point be <laughs> any four of the Q5. Hey, I'm not, I'm not it's saying a, it's, it's a, not it's a, it's a, it's a comedy oh, bit. It's not a, that it was me. No, it's the comedy bit of open the door, close it. It's for you. Two. <laughs> Two. So you, you meant it. As you as you open the door and look out, you are immediately there is a you immediately have to blink a couple of times and focus and make sure you're seeing what you think you're seeing. Um, because you open the door, and as you open it, you as you as it goes from tra- it transitions from you pushing out to it falling down as the door transitions into uh, a like um, a. Um, a drawbridge that falls down out. And as you as you look down, you find yourself looking out over a moat uh, that drops down into sort of emerald shimmering green waters that surround this almost castle-like enclosure. And as you look out across the moat, you see this massive, entangled, thick, jungle environment with these massive walls of thorns that sort of form like this maze around the outside of this area that sort of blocks any particular attempt to see and these huge giant thorn-like trees that reach out out of sight as the entire sky is just a line of in, in what seems like infinitely tall trees and you have to just focus and take in what you're seeing for a second before you can really take in the environment as you are greeted with the full grace of the hedge and you are not a changeling. Uh, Nina, so Nina stares for about two seconds, shuts the door. I was going to say, there is there's a little bit of detail that you notice that before you, before you shut the door, there is an amount of blood that you recognize, that sort of sparkling blood, that sort of there's a faint trail that heads out into the the madness that is the hedge. Okay. Shuts the door. Turns around. Starts walking along the way. Gr- does the bend down, grab Colleen, pick up in fireman's carry, and is just walking out. Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, strength and athletic because she's going to try and not be grabbed like that. 
but were the rest of us able to see through the door at all? Uh, sure, go ahead. There's one. <laughs> she had three. Uh, so you, you, you try you try and scoop her up, and she manages to just sort of push aside. Grab our grab wrist. Keep walking. What is wrong with you? She says as she as she pulls back. I'm not pulls. here. I'm not going to be here anymore. And since there's somebody who doesn't have to be who doesn't have to be here, you're coming with because we don't have to have you here. I want to be here right now. Thank you very much. Paul Paul looks over and says, um, "If you insist on being here, I'm 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 not going to grab your other arm and help carry you." But Nina's got a point. It, 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 it may not be a bad idea for us to spread out a bit and some of us to be outside just in case the others don't come back out. Look. I've been sequestered for most of my life because I'm connected to some kind of supreme power, some bank of unknowable energy. Oh, good. I'm glad we're talking about that in front of the supernatural people. Shut up for a second. She walks out. Fucking. There are people in trouble and I have an opportunity to do something and I'm someone with a unique set of skills. I'm going to try and fucking help people. I believe the I believe the last has made her point known. I say, looking at Paul. Uh, Paul Paul shrugs and says, "Like I said, I just wanted to say I didn't think it was a terrible idea. You're your well, own well, person. I'm not going to tell you what to do." See, maybe I, I should be the one to look out the door or Jake's. Um. I mean, out there's the hedge. I imagine it's probably not the easiest thing to stare at. Um, for... Can you look, safely look out the door, tell us if there's something there that might be relevant to this? Uh, sure, yeah. Like let me, let me take a look. are not equipped for it. Yeah, let me, let me take a look. Thanks. She, uh, by the way, those of you with TrueSight Active can see um, under under the the mask that she wears, it just looks like a normal sort of vaguely punk person. Mm-hmm. She looks like um, an ice elemental. Like her entire frame is made of ice and snow. Her hair is completely white. Uh, her eyes are a crystalline blue. Her skin is like ice crystals, and the outfit that she wears is almost like a, a flowing white dress that reaches down almost to the floor. Does immigrant song start playing? <laughs> <laughs> Just vaguely. Oh. Um. Uh, and there's, there's this sort of like faint aura of snowflakes that just kind of, kind of drifts around her. <coughs> um. The 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 memory. <coughs> excuse me. The memory that she extracted. Um, that's tucked away. We wouldn't be able to see that with true sight at the moment, right? Yeah, that, that's under her clothing. So, all right. Uh, Eamon's going to follow Nina whenever that becomes relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you follow her outside if there's a conversation you want to have out there. Um, while that's happening, um, uh, Shakes kind of steps out, looks out the back door, 
uh, returns after a couple seconds. Um, there's a little bit of blood leading out into the hedge, or that's a trail that needs to be followed. Uh, let me take a look. I'll go. Take a look. I just only resolve in composure. I'll do a willpower on this. Steely nerves. Yep. Six successes. <laughs> As you look out, you just... This looks like out of a fairy tale, but you're able to process it as looking like out of a fairy tale, and it doesn't be even remotely begin to overwhelm you. With six successes, you gaze upon the majesty of the hedge and are able to take it in and focus on the, the blood that's out in front of you. I mean, it's fucking weird, but and then I look at the, I, I say over my shoulder, and then I look down at the blood. Does it seem to be a trailer? What, what, what is it? It's, it's sort of like faint, sparse drops of and it's definitely changeling blood it's got that sparkle to it that that denotes that it's supernatural and probably changeling and does it lead out into the hedge yeah close the door turn around right well it looks like whatever took them took them that way <clears throat> which means that if we're wanting to help some of us are going to need to go out that way uh i guess let's see if anyone else has adverse reactions if you want to take a look out and see what you see how you feel I wonder if that's someone who got away, though. Maybe someone was injured and managed to escape into the hedge. Possibly. Do, do you do you know the people who lived here? Um, vaguely. I helped get them set up. I didn't know them like per, like very well, but I knew I knew them a little bit. Um, Paul sighs and says, "All right, well, no time like the present." And he'll he'll wince and look out the door. Only resolving composure. Three. Three successes. Yeah, it's a little bit much to take in at first, but you eventually manage to focus yourself and you just have to like stop and take a breath. But again, you sort of take in this grand majesty and this sort of fantastical environment that you find yourself staring out into. He 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 uh he sighs shakily and says oh, oh okay. Um I think he'll also pull out his phone and take a picture. <laughs> sure. If the phone works. Uh while people also there's, while... there's no signal in here, but you can take a picture. You're not certain yeah, no, how it'll come out, but Yeah, that well that's that's kind of what he wants to find out. While people uh, are acclimating themselves to the hedge, I am walking out toward to get Ema, to talk to Eamon and Nina. However long that takes for whatever conversation they're happening right, having, well, plus how whatever happens here. Well, first Nina steps out, and yep. then about um, about thirty seconds later, Eamon steps out. You're right there, love. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Uh if what I overheard leaving, it looks like the trail leads out that way, yep. and I'm guessing you're that not is correct. It does. You're not wanting to come along. What's that? She... Look, I'm all for protecting Colleen as best we can, and maybe eventually... sending maybe sending her into in into Fairyland is not the right idea. Oh. 
I'd say that that is definitely a risky proposition, to put it lightly. Uh, the thing is, A, she's a person and can make her own choices, and B, so it's not like we're sending, it's more like she's coming along of her own volition. Uh, <clears throat> other thing being, she has a bit more magic in her pinky finger than even the rest oh, of yeah, us. Oh yeah, I know she can stop us. In regard to the first one, I'm sorry, uh, no. She's a 16-year-old girl who do, no, who does not have the... I don't have the emotional maturity to make that decision. She sure as fuck does not. Especially since she's been sheltered from all from any kind of danger for the entirety of her life. I mean, that's that's a fair perspective to have. What what more? What I was getting at is that uh, honestly, in if we're if we're sending her to to magic land, uh-huh. well, we need as many bodies to throw in front of her as possible. I was going to say that she's far more likely to walk out of there alive than any of us. Or get co-opted by whatever is there. I mean, we've got a fairly ancient Nazi vampire who had her in his control for quite a bit of time and wasn't able to co-opt her. And he's still traipsing around out here. I'd rather have her somewhere else if the rest of us... Look, I'm just saying... I'm just saying, if the world ends because we let... because we we let the, 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 the walking magic MacGuffin go into dark fairyland, that's on us. I mean, I... If the world ends because... The rest of us were off trying to help a bunch of fucking fairyland victims of who knows what, and there was only one person to keep an eye on Colleen. That's on us, too. It's less on us. At least we tried. Um, I mean, you could say we tried by keeping her with us and not, you know, splitting up whatever we've got here. Mostly what I came out here for, though, was to talk to you and see if you were coming, and if not, take the knife back because somebody's going to need it. You know what? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Let's go murder some fairy people. You got a good heart, Nina. (laughs) What? You got a good heart, Nina. It's in the right place. All right? I'm a terrible fucking person, and we all are, but I appreciate the sentiment. Let's go. I mean, I don't see how the two are mutually exclusive, but all right. (laughs) That's a valid point. And we go back in. (laughs) Probably, Probably right as Sean is heading out to meet you, actually. As I step out the door, uh, I pull out, I pull the Thunder Five off my hip that's been reloaded with incendiary rounds, pull back the hammer and put it, point it at Nina's face. Now don't say anything, and don't do anything, and listen to me, please, or I will pull this chair. Amen. You too. I look. I just look over at Amen. 
Eamon's making a maneuver at this point, I think. Let me look something up. To, while Jack is checking, this is outside, right? None yeah, this, this, there. Is, this is directly oh, outside. Yeah, this is all outside. Okay. So just because Jack is checking, I do want to note that we're probably not heading into the hedge right now, also because I wanted to ask Shake something. And go ahead. Well, while he's checking, go ahead and uh, ask. Okay. Uh, you, you mentioned that this is a dimension whatever i i don't mean to pry too much but it's important in this case if that blood was one of your allies friends um is there somewhere specific they could have gone to or would have gone to through the hedge or there potentially other exits they could have used um yeah if if they if they can make it through the hedge safely which i mean i won't say that's an i won't say that's the safest environment but it's definitely a possibility if they kept their wits about them they could maybe make it to a different hollow by way of the hedge or to a goblin market which could potentially have a way out i i understand this probably isn't something to do right now but it it seems like it's going to be challenging for us to follow that trail is it possible for you to ask around if anyone saw evidence of them leaving somewhere else i could it'd be i'd either have to walk the hedge myself and try and find everyone or try and go all around the city to find everyone's hollows but i could it takes some time i i understand that's not a great option then um but you you may know this better than i but it strikes me as that this hedge isn't a place that we are going to be able to traverse, especially not to f- find someone given it, it seems it, I, it, this is, will seem quite impolite, but it, like it tends to take a toll on our sanity being as we are. I think it might just be sort of taking it in for the first time. I think once you once you acclimate, it should be a little bit easier. Right, right. Um, but, uh, well, we'll wait for them to get back and see what we want to do from that point. Okay. And so, heading I'm back. I'm going to just continue re-going through the place if there's anything patterns, rituals, whatever. Like, I can't really do a visual investigation the same way the rest of the group can, but like... Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and roll me wits in a cult, and then while that's happening, what? And go back, going back to what's happening outside. Yeah. Basically, as soon as Nina looks at him, the kukri is out and he's going for a disarm. As soon right. as the kukri gets drawn, I shoot Amon in the shoulder. <clears throat> My, the gun's already cocked. <laughs> All right, uh, let's roll some initiative then. <laughs> how, how far away is where we are inside from where this is? Another reality, but... <laughs> yeah, it's sort of across dimensional walls. Another world, another time. Where is the initiative? From, from uh, what It's right above the red die on your... Like, this is oh. a 
just magical barrier. You know what? Well, here. No, I just, I, I, I just want to know how long when we hear the gunshot. If we do, I don't know how long. You, uh, yeah, I don't know that you will hear I don't the gunshot. Know if you will hear the gunshot, but yeah, hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. So, Sean, as it turns out, acts first, so you can go ahead and fire going through. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at point blank. What does that? What does that do to my? <laughs> it means that, I get it, my defense. Okay. <laughs> So you get to subtract Eamon's defense and his armor. But what yeah, am I modifying so to this roll? You're you're dropping it by five, and any damage will be bashing. Alright. But that's a shotgun, so that's still gonna hurt. <laughs> it's a shotgun Aww. with incendiary rounds loaded in. <laughs> yep. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, let me see. I get, I get, I get a plus near the fire because he's in the hedge with us. I am so excited for the for everybody to come out and there to be two dead bodies on it's the gonna, ground. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be the community thing where Troy comes in with the pizza <laughs> and everything's gain, on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gain a, so I gain a plus three to my attack roll with the flamethrower shell, and then a minus five for the, uh, for, the for the defense and armor. So minus two total. Uh-huh. Um, and I do not get nine or eight again on the attack. Okay. So I hit two bashing damage. damage. And as okay. I fire, I say, if you move again, I will fire again. All right, so I've got a disarm. What's your defense, John? Uh, my defense is two. <coughs> two. Ah, ah, ah. Strength of any So that's a plus one with a spent willpower. And your dexterity rating is four? Uh, yes. Oh, Oof, wait, that's terrible. I forgot to add. Hang on. I, I, I misrolled my thing because I've got specialization. Oh, wait, no, not with that. That's with a different thing. Never mind. We're good. Oh, I've got specialization that I forgot to roll, though. Hmm? Roll an extra d10. Okay. <laughs> well, how, do dis how does disarm work? Um, so you just take two lethal. Okay. Since I'm aiming for the hand, it, if if I had gotten four successes, you would I, I would have just taken your gun away and you wouldn't have taken any damage. Right. But I had to, I think, at least equal. Maybe I have to exceed your dexterity. Let me check. But either way, he didn't make it. Either way, I didn't knock it out. So I just lash you across the hand with it. And I keep the gun trained. Well, at least you've got it pointed in the right direction now. And then Nina. Nina is turning around and walking towards her motorcycle. I fire the gun at the floor next to Nina's feet. Stop and listen or I will kill you. You're never going to see me again anyways. And I'm walking off. Oh, well, in that case, I'm getting ready to fire. This is a conversation that I've been waiting on happening for a while now. Because I think Nina's a witch. <laughs> um, so I will say that 
while it's muffled, I think at this point you guys have probably heard gunshots. John thinks Nina's a witch and that she's enchanted Eamon. <laughs> All right. Um... What? Well, we we could have had a dialogue about that, but then you decided to walk away okay. and prove his point. Okay. <laughs> In character, please. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so it, it's at this point that everyone else has probably heard gunshots. Yeah, Astrid will be running towards the gunshots. Yeah. Paul, Paul uh, will turn and, and say, we leave him alone for 30 seconds and is running after Astrid. I mean, I am assuming that there is an antagonist or an enemy there. Yeah, exactly. Increased. That's what Paul thinks too. Yeah. Um, looking to... Vampire and uh, I think at least one of us is currently using a fire weapon. So yeah, and I'll I'll hang out weapon. I'll hang out back here then. Thank you. Uh, and another one picked something that's supposed to hurt your kind to shakes. Um, so <laughs> Colleen. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. All right. I just, yeah. I deliver messages about potential aggravated crossfire. Yeah. Make an offer to Colleen and then head through the door. Um. Do we roll into initiative? I don't know how this works. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's all, everyone, some roll some initiative. Initiative something. I assume we're all just keeping ours. Yeah, can you guys keep yours? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. I've got the third lowest in it. At the top, uh, we start with Paul. Followed immediately after by Colleen. All right. Um, I guess I should roll for Paul. I mean, Paul is running along, and so you you, you enter into the scene and you see uh, Nina walking towards her motorcycle, Eamon looking confused at Sean, and Sean with a gun trained on Nina. Can I tell that Eamon has just been shot? Uh, yeah, there's 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 a bit there's a bit there's a scorch shot. mark yeah. on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. And 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 Sean is uh, standing with his back to me. Yeah. And and the gun clearly trained on Nina. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna shoot him with my taser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, we're the worst people. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> On the sheet, it says attack roll, like attack yeah. roll, and then you, if you have if you have the taser filled out in your weapons list, select I, the dot I, next I to it. I don't because I didn't think I was gonna have to shoot anybody with it. <laughs> you also probably have a penalty associated with your one-eyed thing. I don't remember what it yeah, is. Yeah, can can I get close enough to hit him with it? You like? Yeah, yeah. Let me so you, 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 you can. Real quick. 
Okay. Hazel. You definitely get within range. All right. Weapon. Firearm. Pull up the. Pull up the. Hazer isn't in the. No, it's in yeah, the, it's in the, it's the armory the, book. Um, it's, the, it's the range stun gun. So you subtract one from your roll. Um. God, we're it's in it's in other handguns, right? Uh, it's on page ninety-three. Ninety-three. Yep. All right, I put gun. Let's see if this works. And it's at a negative one. Yeah. So you'll be rolling dexterity and firearms minus one. I also have ballistic vest, which does something. Uh, not against a taser, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it already does bashing damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, two. Uh, All right, so that inflicts one level of bashing damage just flat right now, and then every turn that you just hold it, it does another three levels of bashing damage just automatically fixed. Does it, um, should I have added any damage in for the taser? No. That okay. was, that's what the minus one was. That was okay. the taser damage. All right. I pulp I think legitimately thinks it's just gonna drop him immediately. Yeah, tasers don't work like that in World of Darkness, unfortunately. No, I know, but I mean I think Paul thought it would. I think well, it depends on the ver like old version. If yeah. you do a number of bashing damage more than your stamina, yeah, you're stunned for the round. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean this I is also yeah. This is not this is something new that Paul bought like a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> he has not field tested this thing. Oh yeah. Sean has a pair of electrodes in him and just you just sit there and hold the trigger and hope he can't get him out before he drops down. Right. Uh and then um Colleen, uh, I, I think. Uh, yeah, at this point it's Colleen. Uh, who runs out and sees what's going on. I need to roll several different rolls for her to figure out how she's going to react to this. Uh, first, I need to see how quickly she can piece together what's going on. Can 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 we shout something to her? Yeah. Pa uh, Paul just said, something's possessing Sean. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. Okay, so she rolled really well to figure out what's going on. Rolled zero on her self-restraint roll. So oh, yes. let's see how this ends. God herself is going to bitch slap this party's nonsense, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. I need to roll ten dice here. <laughs> Dear god. With six successes, this is going to be interesting. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so Colleen kind of runs out. I always knew I'd die to magical backlash. Sees, <laughs> sees, sees what's going on. <laughs> this would be so bad. If it was and, and, and and you see her kind of struggling with the with the situation. She's like, ah, it's, it's just, just fucking stop. And she screams it, and this the arcane lines on her arm begin to glow. And there's this, her hair stands on end, and there's this 
pulse that radiates out from her. And just for the next four blocks, lights go out, uh, generators shut off, batteries die, the gun jams, everything that can malfunction and stop working for like five blocks just stops. Guess that taser doesn't hurt too much anymore. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm fine now. <laughs> and everyone who was in the middle of doing something freezes in place. You're able, it's, it's not like you're frozen, like whole person. It's just whatever cognitive impetus you had, like whatever you were intending to do, just wipes out of your mind and you stop. Um, and she's just kind of standing there shaking. Does it come back, or am I just sitting here as a statue for now, forever now? <laughs> no, like, like you, are able, you are able to think again, start doing a thing again, but whatever you were in the middle of doing, you just stopped doing. Okay. For like a round, or yeah, like... Yeah, essentially, yeah. I think I'm next on the initiative order. Yeah, essentially a round of nothing goes by where everyone takes in what the hell is going on. Um, so I have a question. I was heading through the door about the same time Colleen was. Yeah. From what I understand. Does the portal to the hedge also stop working? Uh. <laughs> Trapping Drew and Shakes on the inside and Astrid on the inside. Yeah, actually, I think, uh, I think. Let's not forget, let's not forget I, the vampire I just don't know where I am relative to that and if that happened. Because um, I'm totally down for being bisected by a head. <laughs> but I want to know that before I tell you what I want to do with my turn. Uh, I think you've barely managed to make it out of the door, but I think the door does shut and stop working when she does that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you from that, but I think... I think <laughs> uh, I so Astrid, stop. Archer, and Shakes are trapped in the hedge still. Yeah. Astrid was the first one running. Yeah, Astrid, yeah. Astrid, 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 Astrid would have gotten out. She just has a lower initiative. Uh, no, no. Yeah. It's just the changeling in the van. <laughs> it's Archer and, oh, no. Archer and Jake oh, are trapped in the hedge. I'm sorry, oh. I, I asked. <laughs> Archer oh, and Shakes are in the hedge right now, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's a that's a sitcom waiting to happen. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's just like and the door left. Okay. Um, yeah. So I get out, see this, immediately lose track of what I was doing. And then, um, oh. Yeah, all the, all the technology is still blanked, but you guys get your faculties back after essentially a round. Okay, okay, we need to be clear about this. When you say technology, define. Uh, anything mechanical, including the gun, is not working right now. So a knife is not technically a mechanical. A mechanical is a sharp pointy object, yes. You can still stab things it's with a knife. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's the jam weapon gift. Right. Yeah, essentially. Uh, Coming this fall to NBC, Hedging Your Bets, starring Asher and I'm going to check on Colleen because <laughs> she just blew everything up. Are, are you okay? I just sort of slowly turn around. She, she's, she's visibly shaking, like just kind of like her hands are up near I her head. I sort of 
No. Her her hair her hair is still kind of floating in the air for a second, and the lines yeah. on her arm are still glowing. Reaching out, um, trying oh, yeah. to comfort her, but okay. also shield her from. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. No, because it's a, it's still initiative rounds technically. Yeah, the, yeah. that's turn. what I thought. Sorry. Sorry, I was trying. Yeah, um, I forgot that for a moment. Trying to, I guess, protect Colleen from. I don't know. The party seems to be fighting. So whatever's happening with that, yeah. <laughs> but also offer her something to ground herself on. Uh, and then next up will be Astrid. And Crowley is uh, probably in the hedge. <laughs> probably in the hedge, yeah, actually. <laughs> With the vampire in the chain. Oh, good, good. Vampire, I feel like that makes more sense that he wouldn't have come out right away. Yeah, but... there's a, a vampire changeling and a hellhound in the hedge right now. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do the sitcom right, they do need their demon dog. Right. I am so on board with this. Oh, no. Yeah, you're up next, Astrid. Am I coming up behind Sean? Yes. Okay, she's going to try to knock him out with the back of her axe. Like, okay, when I say back, I mean like the wooden end, not... Yeah, it's like the the palm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, make me an attack. Uh, what's your defense? My defense is two. Yeah, so with minus two. So, okay, okay, so do... what does my armor apply? Uh, it, it, the armor also subtracts from the attack roll. Okay. Right. So that'd be a minus four. Now, you don't have any defense right now because you've been subject to two ma- uh, two attacks that your defense applied to already. Oh, yeah. So you have just so minus you lost, two So you had full defense against mine. You had one defense against... Uh, Spanners, so now you're down to zero. Well, I'm trying to figure out why I've got multiple. Why I've, Why do I have a number for melee and ranged if the range doesn't subtract from range attacks? It does. Then you should have had a minus five to hit me with the, or he should, should have had a minus four to hit me with the taser. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought two. the taser that, was being done at point blank. That's two damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So two bashing damage. I'm just trying to figure out how armor works. Because <laughs> yeah. my yeah. armor seems to be, be I'm being told my armor is useless and not useless at the same time. Sorry, yeah, your 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 armor always applies. Your defense is the thing that can go away as you take more attacks. Right. And yeah. So, and ranged attacks usually don't suffer from defense. So yep. it would have been a minus four for the knife attack. It's okay, whatever. It's too far gone to fix it, but I'm trying to figure out how it works. Yeah, yeah. But for now you take Two points of bludgeoning of bashing okay. damage. I'm still up. Yep. You're a sturdy uh, boy. I am a sturdy boy. Then brings it to your turn, actually. So being just like, stop attacking me. Nina's a fucking witch. As I try, as I real try to fire, and my gun fucking jams. <laughs> click click. I drop the thing. Uh, I just drop the gun, pull out my knife, and I'm gonna bash Aemon across the head. I know you you already attempted to fire for the round, so okay, yeah, fine. Uh, Aemon, she's not a fucking witch. <laughs> Is that all you do? He honestly just puts his hands on his hips and stands there, looking at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> what the fuck makes you think she's a fucking witch? 
Get to it when it comes back to my turn. <laughs> and, and, and you can cast out witches anyway. Did you try that? Did it work? It takes like it, a, just, it takes like an hour it, to do that. Just, you've had more than an hour since you've met the bitch. <laughs> Nina, it's your turn. <laughs> what did you, you say, Jeremy? Nina just sees all this going on. Sees the number of people who at the moment are at least look to be trying to keep her from being murdered and assumes that she's moderately safe as she turns around and goes to walk off again. Uh, the Black in this sort of dazed sort of... Yeah. Uh, Paul? Uh, Paul will say... It, the taser is definitely not working. Yeah. Okay. Um, Paul will shout to Nina, um, just get behind something until we can stop him, and um, we'll go up and try to try to grab the the rifle, I guess. Oh, no, I, I, he's dropped the gun. Dropped the gun. Okay. Uh, then I'll go up and try to grab one of his arms. All right. Uh, roll me strength and athletics. It's a new round, so minus his defense. Not my strong suit. <laughs> All right. That's an attack roll. I have no idea. <laughs> or just a regular roll. Yeah, it's, a, uh, yeah, for, it's just a... For, for grappling? It's just strength and athletics minus two for the defense. All right. Technically, it's strength and brawl, but... Strength, yeah, strength and brawl, yeah, whatever. Even less my strong suit. I actually don't have any points in brawl. So minus, so that's another minus one. So minus three total. It'll, minus it'll, it'll put in the minus, minus three. Not having dots, but yeah. It'll. What's your strength score, Paul? It's two. So, so you have a chance to die. So you just roll. A, you have. A, you make a chance roll. Okay. Unless you want to uh, spend. Let me just do that then. Zero. Wait. So, oh no! It was so close. It was a nine. No, it but that, but that actually that actually even rolled the. Yeah, it would have been with an additional minus two, which would have put you at a chance die. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it rolled chance. That's the zero. Yeah, it, that's if the you zero. hit the button that says chance, it will just roll it as a chance roll. It oh, okay. So and that's what I have selected. So it did the right thing. Yeah, it did the right thing. Yeah, okay. I got it. All right. Uh, which then brings it back to. Colleen, who is like grounding herself and kind of looks around at what's going on. Can we please just stop? Why is everyone fighting and walking away? Please just. Uh... And that's her. That's her entire round. Paul, Paul shouts back. We're working on it. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. It's just. Just Paul's like on my shoulders, trying to hold me still now. And just like, <laughs> we're working on it. Paul says, continuing to attack. It's I'm not attacking. I'm trying to. Call. Is she doing anything else on her turn? No, that's that's her entire turn, which brings it to Drew. Okay. Um, I am going into emphatically deeply glare at all of the people who are still squabbling 
Um, because I can't only glare in one direction and I'm not great at aiming that. I'm not going to try and glare in, like, the door frame where Nina is as well, but, like, <laughs> it's implied. Um, and just try and keep comforting Colleen, possibly, like, moving her a little more out of the trajectory of any of the fighting people, if she is <laughs> willing to move at all. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, she sort of faintly nudged her off to the side, just a little bit away from the fighting. Yeah. Uh, and brings it to uh, Astrid again. She's continuing to try to knock Sean out. <laughs> <laughs> the way hunters off party conflict. <laughs> oh, God. So it'd be a. So does my defense and armor apply to this, or what? I'm. Con- Let's see. Yes, your uh, well, one of your defense and your armor. So, so Astrid three. will need to make that roll at a minus three, oh. I believe. I thought right? we decided okay. armor was like. Two no, it's it's all the same thing. Because okay. damage is part. Your damage on the weapon is part of the roll that you make to attack. Right. As opposed to a separate roll. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So three bashing. Uh, okay, that turns one bashing into lethal. Oh, so you're full up on bashing? Yeah, I'm full up on bashing now. That's when you have to start making uh, stamina rolls, I think. <laughs> I, I, I just know that it automatically turns it turns one into lethal as well, because it overflowed. Yeah. Stamina what? Um, Just roll your stamina, I believe. Yeah, if you make any successes, then you stay upright. But if you don't, then you fall unconscious. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Yay! Uh, no, it's not subject to wound penalty. Take that minus three away. Yeah, just make it a simple roll. Make it a simple roll of two dice. Simple roll, stamina. Yep. I'm still out. That didn't that, roll anything. That didn't, that didn't roll any dice. Wait, why? What the fuck are you? <laughs> zero dice for zero success. It it automatically applied the minus three wound penalty when I rolled the stamina. Yeah, so just add a free modifier to it, so you're getting rid of the wound penalty. There. No, no, no successes. Success. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I love the semi-cinematic nature of this, where I envision us, like, the live action, as well as us all around the table. All right, I'm out. No, no, you need to shit. Okay, she hits him again. All right, I'm out. No, no, you still need to shit. She hits him again. Okay, I'm actually out this time. <laughs> I rolled three ways. All three said out. And with I think with the primary, like, combat actors disposed of at the moment i think we're a out of initiative and b going to end there for the week (laughs) (laughs) say goodbye everybody Bye. Bye. bye bye goodbye